this week on Pathfinder. We have to deal with that. I believe we had left off with you returning to town after the manor. You had met with a member of the Mercantile Council, uh, with Lady Rawls, who supplied a lot of arms and armor to the Talden Horse, who had a fairly personal business interest in their recovery, in addition to, obviously, they're the protectors of Yanmas, brought her up to speed, and she didn't really have any great advice or help for you. I mean, what's she gonna do? You know your enemy now. It is a trained elite battalion of soldiers holed up in an abandoned caravansary. We also have a trained elite soldier. You do! You have one of those. Not a cavalry soldier, but I mean, Archer will do. We... It's buzz. It's buzz. You don't need a horse. Horses are dumb. Yeah. Harder to shoot a crossbow while you're on a horse. Moves around all the time. Really, like, they're just really unreliable on a lot of occasions, but... Yeah, you would, yeah, I would just trust your judgment on that, seeing as you personally <laughs> would have great experience with the unreliability of horses. But regardless, we are back in Yanmas. I believe we are actually back at your uh, home that you had rented, and you were deciding on how you wanted to deal with the soldier-slash-bandit issue. It was late in the afternoon when you returned from Orvestikar. There wasn't much time left in this day, but there was time for planning and scheming. Oh, party. What are we doing? I worry about the plan to pose as merchants to lure the soldiers out, as there uh, there's only about 42 soldiers in there, or uh, it's a max 42 soldiers in there, and I'm sure did, they. Could... Curiosity, did you get that number from somewhere, or did you just pull 42 out of nowhere? I said a couple dozen. Oh, fair enough. I was just really curious where 42 specifically had come from. Continue. <laughs> just kind of averaged a bit. Fair enough. <laughs> Makes sense to me. And if with that small of a number in a trained military battalion, I feel like it would be incredibly hard to bluff our way in. This is true. And also trying the idea of trying to possibly poison their food or poison the horse's food would take too long. So that just leaves running up to the front door, knocking and fighting our way in, which oh, seems dear. to be our specialty as much as I hate it. all. <laughs> don't have to knock on the front door, but we, we could... can go out there and see what we could see. I mean, Scouting it's... would be a good idea. Even a I'm not caravansary... looking. It's, it's similar with the Palace of Birdsong. A caravansary isn't a fortress. It's defensible, sure, but not meant to be defended against too much of an attack. Hmm. We know so little about it, I guess we should, yeah, go scout and see if there's a weak point. It sounds as good enough an idea to me as anything. It's in the morning. late in the afternoon. Yeah, so I was going to ask, do you want to go do that tonight? I, I, it's, uh, let me double check. Tallgrass is like 15 miles away from Yanmas. It's a it's a fairly decent distance. We would have to cover a night, though, to scout, which would be better than trying to do it in broad daylight. 
Well, then we can scout tomorrow night. For tonight, we're already here. We might as well rest. You already have, I think, a good amount of supplies burnt from dealing with uh, our Esfana, the, the Medusa. I was double-checking. A horse goes five miles an hour. So it would be a three-hour ride out to the Whistling Plains, uh, across the Whistling Plains to Tallgrasses if you just took your horses. The D's, it's, it's, it's fairly far. If we left tomorrow evening at dusk, could ride out there and scout, ride a portion of the way back, set up camp yep. far enough out that we wouldn't... We could try, yeah. If we if we found a spot to enter this place, maybe hit them in, in in the early morning before anyone's even awake. That would sounds good. Yeah, that sounds I like tactics the plan. to me. So, with a, a very busy day behind you, Lieutenant John Reck, uh, your adventures in Orvestikar, and what's a pretty big discovery on the source of the bandits. You all decide that's enough for one day time to rest and you wake up the next morning do your daily spell preparation rituals for the wizard and the magus or just preparing as you do for the rest of you and then what typical morning rituals uh nothing special for me breakfast polish some armor Anyone have any plans for the day? Get ready. Mostly. Yeah, focused on the task at hand. Mm -hmm. Unless any of the buddies got anything they want to pick up in town. I'm going to put a solid eight hours of work into my book. (laughs) Of course you are. Why why would anything else happen? (laughs) Why would we do anything else? Give Give me your roll. So Nell continues to work on the recovered yeah. materials that he found in the Palace of Birdsong, talked away in the armory, doing his artistic best to improve their crude in every sense of the word drawings. <laughs> and with a 26 on Perform Artistry, you are very much successful. You make another day's worth of progress. Where are you at on that, by the way? That was the last day. Oh, so you finished it. Okay, he finishes his book during the day. Sounds good to me. You, after a few days of labor and doing your best, some some reminiscing and thought on how you would improve upon the sometimes questionable designs of whoever drew this particularly scandalous booklet, you have finished going through the entire thing. What What is your plan for this yeah, <laughs> we, we were going we to sell it that. yeah we're gonna sell it's gonna market it. it but you have one like yeah we're, go- I mean, we're gonna go have it printed oh boy all right fair enough i party doing party things uh with eight hours of work during the morning that brings you to the afternoon i don't know when you're planning uh, it's not like cover of night to head out to tall grasses so Maybe don't have the time to do this today, but I guess that's the next chap on Nell's. I mean, if I start in the morning, I'd I'd have the time to do it. Yeah, but you'd have the morning. Basically, the day is three eight-hour chunks. It's sleeping, 
and then morning and evening. So it would take you some time to work out a deal with a printing press. I'm going to say that's going to take you a decent chunk of the day. Yeah, we're not doing that yet. Oh, no, he yeah, was just finishing. Saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're not going to be able to go any further than finishing oh, yeah. the book you have yeah. today. That's all for later. That's the next step. Mm. Yes, exactly. Anybody else have anything they wanted to handle with the day before them before riding out the tall grasses? Would I have heard anything back from the Mysterium about the ring I left with them? Oh, is it the it one be day? a couple days. Oh, it's been one day, right? Was that yesterday in game? one or two. That's what I'm trying to remember, because we, we, we took a week off, and I'm trying to remember exactly when that was. Roll me a D100. Give me the luck die. Let's just see where that's at. We'll let the dice decide this one. It is not Only done Only a 20. Yet. Uh, why don't you roll me a D6? Oops. That's just the word D5. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Several steps of that process were missed. Okay, so I'm going to say it's going to take him four days. It's been one. So remind me. I'll put that in my notes, actually. Today is the 18th. So on the 21st. I'll write that in my notes so I don't forget it. We just got down on Nell's other uh, negative level. Yep. Has it been yes, one or two? Because didn't he meet his fangirl when he went to take the ring? Yeah, so it's been two days. It's been two days. Why is my music player stuttering? That was weird. Anyway. Uh, right, two days. Okay, so it'll be the 20th then. Two more days from now. Just for personal reminder's sake, and we'll we'll get back to that. Uh, we'll get back to that when, that when that comes around. Otherwise, everyone else, uh, I mean, Dara, I'm sure, was going to be mentally still trying to deal with that this is what's happening but uh i'm mostly just ramping up like these are traitors to the country uh they should have no pride they should they should have had some kind of pride fair enough uh, wrote that one I, off good to go <laughs> i guess since we left our rations with our friend up on the hill if we're going to plan to go out scout camp out then Baylor and I should go and buy some more food and things we will need to camp. Oh, you can certainly do that during the day. Yeah, you can easily in Tog and uh, Tog and Yanmas's markets acquire whatever amount of trail rations you want. That's Get some lunch boxes. If you can't find trail rations in Yanmas, something is the city's beyond <laughs> saving. So you you restock up the rations and water skin that you had given to Lieutenant Jonrick so that she could continue to hide out in her little forest bunker. Hoping the Commander Stobel and friends don't come find her. So, as evening comes, you know it's about a three-hour ride out to Tall Grasses, and at some point during the day, with your various maps and charts of the area that you would have either brought with you or Martella would have sent uh, as part of her materials, sending you sending you out here in the first place. You locate the easiest route to Tall Grasses, although it was long abandoned. It was once a caravanserai that traders used to stop uh, it was basically the fantasy version of a truck stop it's pretty much what a caravanserai is so there are plenty of roads that lead down to the area it's not going to be difficult to navigate to so why don't you because i need to get in the habit of doing this because we have this uh, new thing do you want to change this general marching order at all for just how you're traveling nell in the front kahina and ori baylor and Dara covering the road with his crossbow. 
I mean, the spacing's gonna be a little different because horses. You're on horses, obviously. So yeah, it's gonna be a. That's. It's gonna be a larger pretty area. Pretty much the order. Okay, fair enough. Do that. Oh, somebody moved. horses. Fair enough. Cover them. Uh, cover your tracks as well as you can. So you all set out across the Whistling Plains. Now, I am going to take a small note out of second edition. It's not going to largely change how anything plays, but what are you all doing as you ride out there? What are your priorities here? Um, I'm full military mode. Uh, just very observant of our surroundings, really trying to pick up on any uh, any types of things that would be immediately alerting to just kind of a... Vigilant was yeah. the word we'll use here. I'm uh, probably still playing with my smoked goggles, honestly. <laughs> Do you have them on? Yes. Oh, boy. Why? Because we're not fighting anyone. Because he's a child. You're going out. So let me clarify. Just I know I know this is Nell things, but just to clarify, you're going out on a scouting mission to see what you can see about tall grasses with the bright goggles light. that you can barely see through as night it's, is falling. It's like sunglasses. It's really bright and it makes it easier. As night is falling. <laughs> yeah, the sun's in the distance. It's right in our faces. You are heading east. It's you're heading east, away so from the sun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> never mind that. I thought we were going the other way. I mean, I don't know. Canonically, I haven't seen anything in the rules about the direction yeah. that Galarian revolves. <laughs> but until I'm told otherwise, I'm gonna, for sake of simplicity, assume the sun also rises in the east and sets in the west. So, <laughs> okay. So, so the sun is I, behind you as you travel. Just kind of looking around and daydreaming, trying to not go insane from the boredom of riding for three hours. There's a decently long ride. For Nell, who is mentally 12. Anori um, from uh, training earlier throughout the day when, when no one's around to, to witness. She's very centered right now, focused on the, the task at hand, observant. Uh, what's the word for it? Uh, very in the moment. Okay. Um, I would be checking um, as we go for any signs of... Uh, leftovers of stuff where caravans had been raided um, since they were out this way raiding to maybe see if we see any tail or any leftovers, any, any left, I yeah, guess. Any remnants of what had yeah. happened. Well, as you now, as you travel, uh, Yanmis is a very busy city and there's a lot of traffic that goes up and down the main roads. So, any remnants of attacks, any leftover wagons or even dead horses or so much as bloodstains on the road are going to be cleaned up relatively quickly because the Mercantile Council is doing their best to lower the alarm level of the common folk and of the merchant class and they don't want a bloodied road with ruined wagons lighting the paths and smoldering husks to be scaring off trade. So there wouldn't be much that you would see that's anything left over from previous adventures. Especially not while you're on the main road. Baylor? Mostly just checking over my equipment, my materials, making sure when we get to what we're doing, I'm ready to go. So everyone's 
other than no. <laughs> At least some decent level of on edge here. You know what you're up against and you, regardless of what you think of the traitorous Talden horse, not super looking forward to fighting a bunch of trained soldiers. The ride is fairly long and relatively uneventful as you make your way out to the Whistling Plains, much as you had when you traveled to Yonmas in the first place. It's, well, kind of really similar geographically to the New Mexico that I am currently sitting in by myself. It's a lot of fairly flat sand and dirt, low-growing sagebrush. This place gets a lot of wind and not a lot of rain. There's nothing large. But as you take off the main road and a couple hours into your journey and start traveling down the side paths that would lead out towards tall grasses, the trails become less well-worn and more overgrown, and the areas around them just become wider, deeper expanses of waist-high sagebrush and shrubbery. Now, I want each of you to roll me a perception check as you get probably about 30 minutes out from tall grasses where you can maybe start to see the buildings in the distance. Those are pretty hot That's perception cool. rolls. <laughs> that was fire. What was the lowest? I think a... 21. A seven lowest. was the lowest on a D20 and it was by the person with the highest perception. So... Did you roll twice? You don't get the roll twice. Don't you? I thought I rolled spellcraft, but I was looking at old stuff. <laughs> yeah, 21 is actually the lowest across the entire party here. So as you crest a small rolling hill and the trail bends uh, once again as it kind of winds, it way through the, winds its way through these meandering hills, you can see in the distance tall grasses. It's still a few miles out. And it appears to be a sprawling structure made of smooth gray stone. It doesn't look like a massive building, but it does look like it is one, probably two-story U-shaped caravanserai with the opening facing to the south where the road winds around to approach it. The building bears several arches and a large dome stretching between two balconied upper levels. And even from this distance, you can see a covered porch encircling the majority of the outer perimeter of it. I can't believe 21 is the lowest. This is some crazy perception checks. You guys, you guys all see this. All of you can make this out perfectly fine. And around the outside of this uh, encircled covered porch, you can see several small, lean, wiry, Kadiran-styled horses lashed up. Uh, I would call to a stop. Uh, I I am unsure if we should go any further. If we are within eyesight in this type of terrain, if we can see th uh, them, they can see us. Well, if, uh, if if we can see them, why don't we just get the info we need and then back off? Just put the horses back over there away from sight and come back up here on foot try and use the grass to our advantage. What, the, what time is it? Is it, getting... it? At this point, the sun would be setting back behind you. It would start to be getting a little darker. It's still normal light for now, 
but the sun is starting to go down the distance. Yeah, we should. Make me a off. profession soldier or bounty hunter check in Orior Dara because it's both be perfectly applicable to the tactical advantage you. Our moments. One side. Our moments are here. Doesn't apply to this. The what? Are you uh, telling me profession brewer doesn't apply to this? Does not know. <laughs> but a twenty-six <laughs> and a twenty-eight. Both Ooh. of you would know from your professional experience that this is actually a great situation for you. You're approaching from the southwest, cresting a hill here with the sun behind you. You're going to be virtually invisible to the caravansary right oh, now. If they look your direction, they are just going to see the bright light of the setting sun. This advantage will only last maybe another 30 minutes to an hour before the sun actually sets and darkness coats the Westling Plains. But for now, this is the best possible time you could have arrived. Uh, I would explain this to the rest of the party. Anori, Anori would just let him mansplain everything. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. I'm a soldier. And he I just starts talking faster than you do. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking to yourself how you can utilize this. And Dara, used to being surrounded by, well, these guys by now, realizes he should probably <laughs> explain to the class what's going on. <laughs> so... Should we Sorry. use this significant advantage or should we get them when they're all sleepy? I do not know if I worry about the soldier training if they are ever sleepy. I mean, if there's any time to scout, it's now. Yeah. And as you discuss this, all of you with your perception checks hear a low growl. And all of you just before they pounce, see a pair of massive lions lying in wait in the underbrush about 30 so feet away. I'm going to use you guys to roll me some initiative. Getting right to the business today, my friends. So about all those lion steaks we've been eating. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, that's um, fair. You know, our perception was much better. Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, <laughs> yeah, the perception was better, but here, at least they're not getting a surprise round. So I, you would, it's, you got the better end of this deal. If you're gonna high roll one of them and low roll the other, you got the better end of this deal. Right, let me roll some angry lion initiative real quick because I have, I've for some reason completely like a brain fart on how roll twenty works. I was like, how do I roll initiative for these guys? <laughs> you know, I swear I, I didn't want to say anything. But I did the same thing. I was like, I was like we took one week off. I'm like, how do I roll initiative? I took fine perception. <laughs> one spellcraft. one week off. What we're we're losing it, guys. We're, this is why we can't take breaks. No, never again. <laughs> never again. Are we gonna miss an episode of the show? Okay. Oh boy. Simba's out there. All right, I'm not super smart. Okay, so let me think one thing out real quick. Let me look at the perception checks. So we had 22, 25, 21, 23, 25. That was Anori again. Uh, yeah. 
23 was null. So, okay, well, those are those very, very tightly knit perception checks. This works great for me because I have to worry about who sees what or who doesn't. You all saw some things and none of you saw the rest of them. So there is still a surprise around here as the lions launch their attack because they are not the only thing lying in wait for you here. These are not wild lions. These are trained lions. And with them are what appear to be several Kadiran bandits hidden further back in the shrubbery, popping up as the lions prepare to pounce with longbows. And the first one here is going to fire once. And as they look over the party, these are going to be directed at Baylor. Do you have mage armor up? I would not have put it up yet, no. All right. So one arrow gets loosed here. And the arrow flies right past, just oh. barely right past Baylor on his horse in the middle of the group as you're all looking down at these lions. Inori. Oh, this looks fun. I wouldn't have had the sword drawn, so I could do that. Okay. Um. You're currently mounted, and your horses are very much panicking. So you need to either use your first action to either dismount or make a handle animal check to try and get them under control, because they are not combat-trained horses. And giant lions are leaping at them, and they see them too. As part of my dismount, can I slap it on the butt to let it... To kind of indicate it to run back yeah. the other way we can go go my child yeah you yeah. can absolutely do that so you uh you hop off the horse slap your horse and i'll just have it work on a on its initiative to just bolt the other direction so your horse is no longer a concern here your horse is is off can i guess still get my 20 feet of movement or is that just my move that's what i gotta actually double check because i believe in the three campaigns we've run yeah. Mounted combat check. has come up literally once. It's a ride check to get off without using a move. Yeah, that's, that's what I, what I that's what I thought. That's what I'm checking really quick. Because hopping off quickly is definitely a ride check. Uh alright, you can attempt to dismount a mount as a free action, provided you still have one available. Okay, it is a it is a ride check. It's a move action to get off if you fail this ride check. So just roll me a ride check. Gotcha. Mounted combat. Uh, with a 12, your horse is spooking, and it's very difficult for you to get off carefully. And it, it takes you a move action to get off the horse and get it on its way. Okay. That's, uh, so I'm there. As part of that, though, can I pull the sword? Because that, if that was my move, it's part of movement is I'll allow drawing. it. I'll allow okay. it. Draw the yarn and uh, yeah, it was a move action. It was movement. You moved from on the horse to off the horse. That's that's at least five <laughs> feet of movement because they're large sized creatures. I, I'll yeah. allow it. <laughs> and uh, ice and lightning will coat his black blade with my swift action and um, I'm going to point at this lion with my hand. All right, um, the closest one. The one uh, further up the east of you. Ice beam. All right, sounds directly. like you raise your hand and fire a blast device. So roll me a roll me that hit roll. 
it has not acted yet, so it is a flat-footed touch. So, you should probably hit it. I believe in you. Sure. I'll roll a one. I'll roll a one. That's, that's largely what hitting flat-footed touch is most of the time. Throws all, all the dice. Oh, oh boy. Oh, that is the opposite of a roll. That's a, that's a natural 20. Wow. All right. And a 24 to confirm. That absolutely crits this lion. So you hop down and sling this beam of ice as you pull and ready CRN and 25 cold damage. That is the advantage of everything getting dumped at once. All the dice are just there. I just hate not being able to see a d20 roll and land on the face. Yeah, it's cool with the spell though. I, I think, I think I have a second ice beam too. Uh, you are level eight. I'm pretty sure that's when you get the second blast out of uh, Scorching Ray. And this is just a modified cold Scorching Ray. So there is a second blast, yes. The first one hits it for 25. The second. Ah, that one's a little lower. Yeah, not quite as exciting, but a 13 will still connect when it's flat-footed touch for another six damage. So this lion here roars out in pain as it is struck by this pair of icy beams. But it just looks mad, oh, <laughs> really, no. is, its, is its response. This is a big lion. It's very angry. Now, before Dara's turn here, further off in the distance, fairly far away, another Kadiran bandit pops up and takes a shot with his bow. And can Baylor get this lucky twice? Oh, it was the opposite. Oh, the first guy rolled a natural one, the second guy rolled a natural 20. So this arrow, oh, man. as he fires past the lions and past your spooking horses here, sails directly into your resident wizard. And my friend, you are going to take 28 damage from the shot. Now these soldiers are working in tandem. They clearly are trained and as Daro, you would be aware, it's pretty common tactics to deal with somebody who looks like they may be a wizard or sorcerer of, of some sort first. They're trained soldiers. They're aware of how our powerful magic is. And as another one pops up from the brushes near the first and loses his shot, Baylor is going to be struck by another arrow. And he is going to take another 17 damage. So these two arrows collide with him almost simultaneously, one striking much deeper than the other, and in a single motion, almost knock him unconscious and off of his horse. Dara. Okay, I'll, uh, I'm gonna jump off my horse. Um, let me roll that right check. And real quick, apology to the stream, I'm fiddling with my face cam a little bit on each of these since I don't have the green screen, so it doesn't cover the dice rolls as much. And with a 22 on ride, you are able to hop off of your horse as a free action and uh, allow your horse to simply bolt off, I assume, in the distance. You have bigger things to worry about right now. So it doesn't yeah. take an action at all. Okay, so, uh, and then 
I'll draw my crossbow. I guess draw my crossbow. Uh, yeah, it's still a move action to pull out the crossbow, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, and then I'll just fire, I guess, one regular, uh, one shot into the near, the same line. The engine. Uh, I didn't line. actually see, uh, Fred, because I was looking at the lions. I didn't actually see really Baylor exactly what Baylor got hit with. So I'm going to go directly for the same line that Inori went for. And All right. Just... Shoot the already injured one and try to take at least one of the giant lions out of commission. That sounds like a pretty good idea. Yeah. And a 30 will definitely connect as that lion's readying to pounce. Okay. It's a really good thing you saw these before the pouncing for 10 damage. And now with these two blasted, uh, like, flash freeze burns across this lion and a crossbow lodged in it, a crossbow bolt lodged in its shoulders as it readies to fling itself forward. It looks like the pain is starting to take a toll on it, but it is trained enough that it is not breaking from its course. It knows what it is supposed to do. It is still readying to pounce. Kahina. Okay. <clears throat> I... I am going to also attempt the, you know what? No, I'm not going to jump <laughs> off my horse. I am actually going to attempt my, don't have handle animal, but we're going to see. You, if you want to stay on the horse, mm -hmm. it's still a ride check to keep the horse oh, under it? control. Okay. So you're making a ride check either way, either to keep the okay. horse under control or to hop down. All right, um, I'm actually, yeah, I won't. I can't. So which ride check do you want to try? This is, and it doesn't, it, uh, it doesn't happen. Is that the jump down or to keep it under control? It was just to keep it under control because I wanted to maneuver it, but I don't. You want to use the advantage. So with a, with a one, <laughs> not a hard one, a modified one on your ride check, you as a full round action, are trying to keep your horse from bolting and keep it under control. Mm -hmm. That That is your entire turn. Okay. That did not go as I had wished it had. It was a good idea, but it did not work out fantastically, no. Uh, a fourth archer pops up from the further bit of shrubbery down up on a small rise in the distance. Uh, a good, what is this, like 60, 70 feet away from Nell in your front line here. And again... Looses an arrow from his bow. And this one, uh, just like the first from this salvo, fortunately, sails past just catching the robe of Baylor's cloak, but not anything more threatening. But now, unfortunately, it is the time of lions. <laughs> Because both lions, both did lucky for you, roll fairly low, but fairly together. And it's the very injured one that is angrily going to pounce forward first. Uh, trying to launch itself at the closest thing it can find, which is Nell. Nell, what is your flat-footed AC right now? That is 27. 27. Okay. okay. So the lion launches forward... Slashing wildly out with its claws. Gotta click this button a few times. It actually, uh, 
Pounce is fun. Pounce is fun. It flies into a frenzy, using its momentum to bring all the sharp points of its body to bear at you as it launches forward, twisting through the air, just raking across to cause as much pain as possible. Fortunately, even without really reacting, you have armor on, and although this lion is very large, it has a difficult time bringing its claws to bear against your full plate. Full plate gonna do full plate stuff. But well, it does- I'm looking off into the distance and I get pounced on by a big cat, completely just... unaware, and it just, It hits you with all of its weight. And you, from this flurry of claws, take a total of nine damage before it brings the bulk of itself down onto you to try to bite down. And it does successfully clamp down on you. So you take nine damage from the claws, 12 damage from the bite, and being a large cat, how it hunts, it tries to pull you down under its control off of the horse. What is your CMD? 26. This lion is very large and it does rip you down off the horse and you are now grappled by this lion. I'm gonna say without your control, your horse is gonna be bolting immediately because a massive lion just tore its rider off. It's gonna take the opportunity to go for it. Uh, the second lion launches itself at a separate target here, pouncing and closing the distance between it and Inori in a flash. Inori, what's your AC right now? Uh, da, da, da. It's going to be 25 because I'm going to spell shield myself. <laughs> All right, so as your immediate action... You, as you see, at a last moment, as you see this lion bearing down on you as he launches off from the ground, you quickly throw up a magical barrier between you and it. That's... You just saw the other one rip Nell off its horse and turn just in time to see this one flying at you. Not a game you're playing. <laughs> so... You are also going to get a numerous amount of claws. No! I had this, oh, my, my roll 20 window messed up a little bit. Okay, so 25, you say? Yes. So the first claw grates by, the second one goes wide as it brings its momentum around. And its rear claws, one connects and the other grazes across your Kiko armor. You take 13 damage from the flurry of talons. And then it tries to bite down on you. Uh, similarly to how the one did before to Nell, but with your magical shield up protecting you, it just barely doesn't manage to get its jaws around you. You are small enough and on the ground, you've got more room to maneuver with. You've got this magical shield. It can't get a good bite. Instant value. Very instant value. Very, very instant value on because almost all of that would have hit you with your specials. Just so you know, you want to feel justified in your character choices. Feel justified yeah. in that one. D Dara, however, just punches through it. But lions, no problem. We could stop those. <laughs> Baylor, on your horse, still conscious, but barely. You do get to take your turn. I am going to fall off the false far side of the horse. Let's just. Are you gonna yeah. make it even attempt to make a ride check, or you're just taking some no. action? I am falling 
prone. Oh, you get a fall prone. Okay. You and what may work out decently for you in great pain literally fall off into the dirt. Going to fall off into the dirt and then quickly cast a spell to try to protect myself and put up a magical shield. So you seeing these lions bearing down the great number of arrows flying in your direction also decide a magical shield's a great idea right now and throw one up as well. Uh, trying to put something between you and the onslaught of arrows that are flying at you. Bad news is as you fall down, almost already flying through the air is the arrow from the fifth of the what? traitor soldiers. Are you really? I thought we rolled good perception and we're getting ambushed. <laughs> we gonna die. And this last arrow sails by Baylor. So what is your AC right now versus a ranged attack? Because I know you got a beauty of prone, so you got a bonus. It's plus four for prone, yes. It's plus four yes. for prone, yes. 23. Well, a 23. This arrow sails right over you as your horse bolts thudding into the dirt behind you. Now, I am going to draw. At this point, reacts to what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I look at the oh. lines now. So I'm going to draw Coriana's blade and attempt to reverse the grapple. So quickly, you draw your sword and you, wait, hold on. Reverse the grapple? Yes. Okay. This is that's I'm 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 not, I'm not gonna complain. That that's awesome. You try and out wrestle a lion. Go for it. That oh, natural twenty. That'll do it. That'll oh. do it. <laughs> the spirit lives on. <laughs> oh my! Wow. I feel like we've seen corner. this before. Yeah, we have. So I'm going to. I don't know where it could have been. The guard of my sword and part of my shield into his jaw, wrench it open, and hold him like that. As I am he, now grappling you him. You grab, you physically grab his talons, and yep, it's it's reversed. You're still grappled, but it is backwards now. You are controlling the grapple with this massive, eight foot tall, just tall, trained military lion. That's I'm going to say that you have intimidated this uh, this first of the soldiers here, the one that is nearest to you enough that he is going to turn his fire to you. Like 32. <laughs> just in awe. Is that with a minus two for grappling? 30. Because uh, I now have the blade. Right. In absolute awe of the madman that he sees here, he is going to take his shots at you. He has reassessed his target priority. Fighters are scary. But this man is successfully out-wrestling a military lion. And, oh, just barely, that arrow is going to bounce off your full plate. It's not even going to bounce off. It is going to thud into your full plate and sit there. And you can feel the prick, but it doesn't do any meaningful damage. Inori. Looking over at Nell and just, like, kind of double-taking, like, wow. Uh, <laughs> 
But you have your own line to deal with. Uh, we're going to do some spell combat, and I'm going to remember to throw the minus two to my attack this time. Yeah, you need to remember to cast defensively and, on a spell to so You do still yes. have to make the defensive casting check. It doesn't actually happen a lot. I don't usually get to do this because they're always hiding from me. Yeah, but this line is not at all hiding from you. This no, line he is, is very not. here. And uh, because second attack, you can only throw the second attack as part of a full round, or is that like if I moved, would I have still been able to throw two? No, because I have. You can two five foot step, but you can't move. Right. Okay. So I have a second uh, bab now, or whatever. Uh, yeah, and a second bab only comes out if you full attack. So you get those two normal attacks, and then also your spell combat or spell strength. Okay. But you only get all that again two. if you don't take a move action. It's, it's full attacking is a four-round action. Attacking is a standard action. I'm going to hit the lion. Ah! Get away from me, lion. All right, That's so with your first swing, a 29 will connect. Okay, let me... I don't get the second one, is what you said? You do get the second one. You didn't move. You get... Yeah. Okay. Second attack. At a minus two. Hiya! Oh, that's not good. That's an eight. Uh, with, the, with an eight, unfortunately, uh, of course, you're going to hit the lion. It's pretty much impossible not to, but it's a... It's really large and surprisingly hardy. You don't feel like that really impacted at all. You just graze it. I mean, could you imagine trying to cut through that mane? Yeah. <laughs> Eight foot tall lion. That's 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 a terrifying monster bearing down on you right now. So you hit it for ten damage with the sword strike, and then you get. Oh yeah, I have seven more right from the elements. And now I'm going to attempt to defensively cast shield as the other part of my spell combat. Okay. <clears throat> so you can just click on shield in your character sheet and the concentration button comes with it and you can just click that. There you uh, go. Okay. And so you attempt plus four. to throw this up and with a 27 you throw up a much more permanent shield of magic between you and the massive angry lion. So hmm. I also kick one AC over to Anori. Okay, you also get plus one AC from his, uh, his Relic Blade. So off yep. the distance, this guy, there are two massive brawling lions between him and Baylor. I don't think he can really even see them anymore. They're going to switch their priority. The lions are chewing on the front line. Baylor is laying on the ground. These two traitors are both going to level their shots at Dara. So the first shot is loosed. What is your AC, Dara? 24. So with a 24, this arrow glances off a pauldron. Uh, connecting and probably a bit painful, but not really doing any, any real damage to you. And the second archer, he is going to fire as well, but his arrow is going to find its mark. You take six damage. Okay. And it is now your turn. Okay. Um. That guy's really mad he missed. He's super, super pissed off. Okay, so I... Shout out to Sirenscape, by the way. I, I love it. I, I'll never get tired of it. 
Alright, so basically what goes through my head, I see Nell uh, turn around on the lion and like, like, grapple its jaw. And then I see Baylor with arrows sticking out of the front that I couldn't really see because I was standing behind him, just fall back off of his horse. And I like, did blindsided a bit by that. So I'm going to, as I turn, uh, just in kind of really angry, just like kind of in a rage, I'm going to catch sight of the two guys who just fired at me. Okay. And I will do a rapid shot. Uh, I will do fire two, at, uh, I'll fire all three at the first one. Okay. And just full and go in on one. Because basically there's two pairs or two sets of these traders. Two of them are a little closer to you, hiding in the same Sharpie the lions interrupted from, and three of them are on a knoll, another about 20 feet back firing. Uh, you got yeah. one arrow from each set, so you're just going to fire oh, okay. I'll just. I guess the first two I see would be the first two in the front. So I'll do the, the two that are closer to me. Roll 20 tip. You can highlight the actual character in the initiative table to see which one it is. Oh, so the cool. two on the bottom right now are the two that fired at you most recently. Okay. Yeah. So All right. Cool. So you're just going to do the same thing we do every day and return fire. Yeah. All righty. So what we got? 17, 24, and a 16. Uh, 17, 24, and a 16. Two of those arrows are unfortunately going to fly by uh, as they're in kind of a covered position from the brush here. And they are armored. Uh, it's Kadirin-style armor, but they are armored. Only one of those is really going to land well. Okay. Is that so, the uh, the closest guy? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll do that. Uh... Oh. Uh, that was wrong. Uh, wrong. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. <laughs> Would have been a crit too. I know. <laughs> that was an excellent attack roll. Uh, so right, you so hit him for eight damage, and he takes the bolt to the shoulder, recoils a bit, and then readies to continue firing. Pina, you're on a very panicked horse, oh, which is muted. only growing further panicked from the presence of two I, lions. I am on a very panicked horse, and I am one. Rethinking my original plan, especially now that Baylor decided to bail off his horse, and I am going to now try to uh, jump off mine. All right, and with an 11, you're, you're able to get off the horse safely, but it does take you a move action. Okay, which is fine. Um, with that, uh, seeing Nell reverse the grapple, getting off my horse. I raise okay, my voice uh, and I bolster everybody's defenses or everybody's attack and everybody just is charged uh, with a second wind um, to Bard things. Start, to start their, uh, All right, their attack. I am. All right, so one more of the soldiers back here is going to loose an arrow, and he is going to once again fire Dara. And that one is going to connect with you as well, and you're going to take another five damage from that arrow. Now this, uh, this first line's a little confused. I, I would say it's a safe bet he has never found himself in this situation before. 
But he is a lion, and he's <laughs> mad. And he's probably pretty confused. He's just gonna full attack you. <laughs> so what's your AC, 30? 30. Alrighty, so since he is not winning the grapple, he kind of has to use half of his paws to steady himself and try to keep himself solid. So he doesn't seem to be able to bring nearly as much of an assault against you as he did when he was pouncing in the first place. But he is going to give you one claw, a second claw, and a bite. And you are going to be able to shuck most of that off while you wrestle him. You're literally holding his jaws. He can't get a bite on you. But he does catch you with one massive paw for 12 damage. Alright. The second lion is going to continue its assault against the Nori. And similarly, now that it's on the ground in front of you, it can't bring the momentum of a pounce behind it. It's got a lot less, uh, a lot less attack. What's your AC right now? 26. 26 with the spell shield. That's pretty good. It's going to swipe at you as well with both of its front claws and try to bite down on you and somehow miraculously you're able to use your magical shield to fend off the entirety of this lion's attack. Woo! Throwing all Raylar. those good dice at me. Fighting a lion, bro. Yeah, he, uh... He... he Hey, four AC is a decent difference, but yeah, that's that's not. Don't expect that to continue, Baylor. <laughs> you got lucky. You got lucky this time. I'll take it. What kind of armor are these guys wearing in the back? Uh, you can see each of the traders uh, appears to be wearing finely made studded leather. All right. Well. From the ground, I'm going to cast a spell and start shooting lasers at the one that has Nell grappled, or Nell has grappled, I guess. The one, I <laughs> the one that Nell has grappled. Yeah, this is Nell is currently he's getting slapped, but he's he's winning the wrestling match here. <laughs> Shoot it in his mouth. All right, so mouth. you're gonna start firing off some lasers at this lion. What do we got? First one. I'm a uh, that 24 is definitely gonna hit it. It's a huge lion that's being grappled. Uh -huh. And the second one. Ooh. Uh, natural one with a 10 is not. We're not supposed to hit the clouds. That one. I mean, he's on the ground. He's trying to shoot past the the front line here at the further lion that's in a wrestling match right now. You're gonna hit it for. 15 fire damage and burn away a pretty good chunk of the lion's mane as it has to use its front paws to steady itself. Still fighting, but much less ferociously at this point. Now fighting almost defensively. We're going to have another one of the traitors in the back loose an arrow towards Dara. You're at 24, 25. Dara? I, uh, I'm at 24. 24. All right. Once again, this arrow is going to be a near miss. 
He has enough stuff between you and him with a pile of battling lions and you being at the back at the distance here that they're not able to regularly land him on you. Nell, at All this right, point, so now actually pretty injured. I'm going to attempt to pin the lion. But okay. pushing it now. <laughs> what I want to do with this lion is I want to get under it, throw it over my shoulder into the other lion and pin it between us. You Okay, you can either maintaining a grapple, move it, or pin it. You can't do both. Okay, so I just have to pin it then. Yeah, I those, are, I could move it. those are both Man. things you can full raw do, but only one of them at a time. All right, so this is at a plus six, plus four for attempting to pin, plus two for the singing. Uh, ah! That was all my... Oh. I, a mm, 21's not going to do it. going to spend my my hero point on Are you going to spend your session reroll? He wants it bad. He wants this. Do it. Do it. Come on, no. I want to live it. this dream. I want to live the legend of the man who out-wrestled Hero beast! Yes! <laughs> a 30 will successfully pin the lion. Oh, man. You... With the uh, what? Are you, what? What are you doing? No, this is your okay, This is your moment. What do you do, this lion? Well, I'm gonna do what I said, except in place. I'm going to, while holding its jaw, get under it and bring it over my own body, using its momentum and being off balance from attacking me with half its legs. Are you trying to and suplex just, a lion? I'm just gonna body slam it over my shoulder, holding it by its fangs. Slam it ground, holding oh. it by its fangs. This lion is now completely pinned under both Nell's and its own weight, and it cannot attack anymore. This is the thing that's happening. I would say this other guy in the front is definitely gonna fire at Nell. That's that's terrifying. That's gonna be, that's a shot at Nell. That is the most a shot at Nell anyone's ever uh, taken. And that arrow is gonna glance off your full plate. It bounces it off like the Terminator he is. I'm taking the height of the Nemean lion, guys. Inori. <laughs> Once again, Anori's fighting a lion. She sees Nell over to the range. <laughs> Self-esteem drops a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to attempt to try to do something impressive as well and kill this lion in front of me. <laughs> All right. Fair. Oh, it's a race to the finish. Let's see. Uh, and, and telepathically... I'm gonna need a little help here, Ciaran. He's wrestling a lion. And then uh, Ciaran's gonna give me some energy to assist with this. I didn't wrestle a lion. Or I wasn't wrestling a lion. I wrestled a lion. Yeah, this is, that's the You're past in the process of, of getting a three count right now. That's... All right, okay. Inori. First attack on the lion man. Not the okay. lion man. That would be terrifying. Just a regular lion. I mean, the regular lion's terrifying enough. Good news. A 20 is enough. Sword connects. Sweet, sweet. They're very large and bulky. They're not very terribly difficult to land damaging hits on. They're just massive animals that can take a lot of punishment. Suck an attack. All right. Huzzah. Get him. Second attack with a 23. It's also going to connect. So you dueling with this lion, keeping your magical shield up. You managed to hit it twice. First sword. And yeah, let's see. 18 damage. Plus Second sword. 
plus 12 damage from the second swing, plus what would it be, 4d6? Correct. For the elemental damage on two swings? As ice and lightning surge through this lion for 16 more damage, and as you swing once and swing twice, and your sword, your lightning, and the frigid magic along it rip through this thing. It goes down even harder than Nell's lion does. Yeah, I'm gonna step over here and try to use this whole contest as you cover. Cannot, you cannot move. Uh, if I you can't take two attacks, a that's a full round play. action. So you can five foot step. You can also still spell combat, a spell up if you want to. But you can't move. No, because that would retcon my rolls. Right, just, you've already I'll attacked fight. twice, so you full attacked. Okay, so you five foot step around to get a little close to these guys around the bulk of this massive lion that's gone yeah. down. Let me see which uh, which lion is this. The second lion can come off the initiative table. All right, and as you move up, seeing this eruption of elemental energy surge out of one of their lions as he goes down, one of the traders is going to call out, Mage! Target priority! And the arrows are going to sail in towards Anori. I'm not a mage! Oh. <laughs> so these pair of guys that are together in the initiative table here are going to take two shots in your direction. And what's your AC? Uh, 27 if I still have the plus one from Nell. You do. Plus one from Nell with a 27. Let me double check. What is his range increment? Because one of them... 120 feet on a longbow. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, he's only 70 from you, the furthest one away on the knoll. So, as you come around the line here, much more exposed than the rest of your party. First, one arrow hits you, and then the second. Oh. And you take 11 damage across the two hits. As you see, all five of them turn their aim to you. Dara. I uh, now have a. I shot all three of the arrows at the first guy, and two of them missed. But now I really, I've had the time to like really level in. I'm gonna go in and try and uh, shoot three more at the uh, at the front guy. All right. So another trio of shots as you stand the back here and just continue loading and firing Digny's barb as quickly as you can. Uh, 19, 23, and a 22. All right. One of those is going to glance off the studded leather armor, this armor doing its job, and just enough to deflect that grazing hit. Two of them are going to collide. So you get two hits on that closest archer. All right, first is 13. And the second is 9. Alrighty, so 9 damage and 13 damage, 22 damage total. And as these two bolts collide with the nearest traitor. He now has three crossbow bolts sticking out of him. You can see him reel a bit on his feet and uh, just release the tension on his bow, dropping his arrow into the ground. Kahina, his knocked arrow. So I'm going to take a small step back and reach behind me Still narrating the great triumph of Nell and Inori taking down lions in stupendous fashion. Um, and as I do so, I weave the words of uh, a healing spell 
um, as I grab for Baylor's arm, catch it. How um, much magic are you getting? I'm giving him the full dosage. I am doing. Do you have serious now? Yeah. We get yeah. He's very much injured. Yeah. The I, most powerful healing you can muster. I would call this a serious wound. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you have a pretty serious. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Many serious yeah. wounds. You have a fairly serious wound. Yeah, and for some reason, I don't think. Yeah, I it's probably all 3D set this if you need up. To. Yeah. 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 Click on it. I did. Oh, that's why. Ha ha ha. Never mind. Figured it out. It was Alrighty. asking me for the damage modifier. That's why. So, 19 health restored to Baylor by this more powerful spell. Still, I mean, he's an old man. He's not really great at taking arrows. He's still pretty hurt, but he is definitely significantly better than he was a moment ago. So one of the traders in the back here, as we come around to him, is just going to continue laying concentrated fire into Inori as she stands in the front line here. But fortunately for you, this one is going to sail by. And that leaves us with our lion, who is pinned. So I guess he's gonna try to reverse the grapple because that's the only thing he can do so what's your he try to just no. break out yeah can yeah, you actually he... try to reverse a pin or can you only just try to break out i just looked at it as far as i can tell it's like grapple but worse because you can't move yeah i'm pretty sure he can still choose to try and take control of the grapple though so he's he gonna can try, try to, to get it back to neutral all right so well right so you're not gonna be pinned but you're gonna be grappled i'll still be grappled. in control of the grapple but he won't be pinned Okay, what's your CMD? 26. 28 if uh, we're buffed <laughs> by the bard for that. He fails. He can't break out of it. Now has a dire lion pinned wow. to the ground that is at this point probably just whining. <laughs> whining and wiggling. He can't do it. He can't out-wrestle you. Baylor. Oh, that's amazing. I can't believe this is happening. Those are the moments right there. <laughs> All right. Still don't I mean, want to stand up. I, I'm I'm good being on the ground. Feel safer still. <laughs> and I can see hard to, but through all this wrestling happening in front of me, three guys way in the back. And... They look like they need a Sirocco. <laughs> No, we're not going for that yet. Okay. But they are going to feel a little bit of a tingle before suddenly the lightning all around them ignites. Ooh, is it the sheet lightning thing? Yeah, I remember this. The big blast of non-lethal wave across the three in the back. So we have three fortitude saves. One failed. Two failed three very failed as the three archers in the back are all temporarily stunned by this coursing energy they don't seem to be particularly fortuitous people and they all also take one electric damage but it is almost as if the stealth archers don't have a good fortitude save cough cough 
Alright, and uh, that it for you? Yep. I ain't getting up. Alright, well. Safety uh, ground. Next up in the back is a guy who is very tased, uh, so that brings us around to Nell as he can't control his body enough as electricity racks through his muscles to get a shot off or really do much of anything. I've got rope. Oh no. Of I'm course, gonna hog tie the lion. No! He's okay. Is that no. another roll or does that just happen? It's because it's pinned, I we've, can just tie it up. Yeah, we've never we've never gotten so this the far. It's 20 plus my CMB. 32 plus 2 from the Bardic performance plus 4 because it's pinned. So you do still have to maintain the grapple. But this is the last round you have to. And also keep in mind. In addition to your other bonuses, you have a plus five for maintaining. Like, you got a 30. Yeah, okay. You tie it. You hog tie the lion. Yep. All right. He's level three grappled now. So. No. You. I don't under. Just to recap. A lion launched itself out of you from stealth, tackled you off your horse. You flipped it over and hog tied it. Yep. Have you considered a career in rodeo instead of adventure? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a new pet? I mean, I... Don't call my, Mel that. My whole thought... <laughs> God. My whole thought process here is this is a lot safer tied up and harmless while we deal with them. He's not a new pet. We've had him. Yeah, I've been here a while. And after so that... So I'm just so I can put this on his... What is your CMB? 12. So he needs to get a 32. No, it's higher. Because the buff from performance and because he's pinned, I get another plus four. So he's a good 36. I just need to write down what number he needs to break out of these spots. A, a natural. Wait, a natural that is pin. six higher than 32. Where's 38 coming from? Two from it's, the. It is the literally bard. just 20 plus your CMB. So you have 12, two from the bard is 14. Pin doesn't do and anything to this. The... Okay, well then it's just 34. So it's 34. He needs a 34. And hard 20s do not succeed, but he's a 34. You feel like given time, this lion will break out of these bonds. It's rope tied around an eight foot tall, like 900 pound lion. But for the moment, the lion is freaking hog tied, I guess. And, and you're I'm no going longer going to plant my feet and heal for plus one. <laughs> All right. Uh, this closer of the traders is going to take yet another shot here at Inori as they just continue laying down fire. And that one, he's a little distracted by what's going on with the lion here. He, he like, he's a trained soldier. Yeah, focus and all that. But, like, you can't not look at this in some amount of awe. And this arrow is going to go completely wide. He's also full hog tying in under six seconds. Yeah. That's what I was saying. You should consider a career in the rodeo. <laughs> it, it, it took him 18 seconds. Yeah, it took me 18 seconds to tie it up. <sighs> Inori. Okay, so <laughs> that arrow went past me as I didn't even try to move because I was so caught off guard watching <laughs> Nell, who is now hog tying the lion like, like this. <laughs> And then she shifts her focus to the guys that are up there and <clears throat> pulls the arrow out and uh, whispers an arcane word and vanishes. All right, you're, you don't want to be shot at it anymore. No. This is, a, this is something you're not interested in, so you're going to take the opportunity to just disappear. One, and three, with a spell, four. 
and a quick fade. You are gone from everyone's sight, party included. That's me. All right, so this, of these two pair of traders that are up next, one of them is desperately injured and one of them is stunned. Well, dazed. Uh, the one who is very much injured here is going to five foot step back a little bit away from this, pull out and drink a potion. As you see, really, you don't really see anything happening, but he drinks a potion and calls out, Injured! Retreating! Cover me! Dara. Uh, I'm going to five foot step forward to follow just to keep that exact line that I had you get, before. Yeah, see that same, you step up as he steps back. Yeah, so I can keep the same line uh, and I'm going to try and get him before he can uh, get away. Oh, so you're going to take a second, load up a good shot. And Three, try and this guy is this guy is is, is gonna go down. Put this guy down. Just called her shot. Oh, oh no. Oh, you shoot the three shots. All yeah. your shots shoot the everything. Pew, pew, well, that's pew. good, because again, two of those go wide. With this distance here, you're having some difficulty. But one bolt finds its home in his back as he turns around to retreat. I have the 80-foot range in a minute, right? I know. I'm just role-playing. Oh, okay. okay, okay. I just, okay, I didn't know. Okay. Just start peeing the reason. You're not used to field gotcha. combat. Yeah, you're not used to missing things. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, this is a new experience like... for you. <laughs> okay. So, so give me that damage. Ahead. One damage. Uh, one hit is 11 damage, and that's he drops ones. as he turns. That's one twice, but in a good way. As he turns to retreat, he instead drops into the dirt. Kahina. I'm on the back um, really mad that you did that to his friend. <laughs> He's very angry. Uh, watching. That was him yelling and terrified. <laughs> watching everything unfold in, in front of me, I, I feel like <laughs> there's no better story than the tale of, of uh, dear... Now, hog And I can't wait to tell everybody at every bar we ever go to. Uh, in your the future, your bard career has just been made forever. I mean, <laughs> the stories just write themselves. No one's ever going to um, believe it. This is yeah. why you're part of this party. No, no, so. no, no, no. My, my, my perform checks make them believe it. <laughs> um, so, so, looking back, I see that Baylor, while I did pour my as much healing as I could before, still looking like an old injured old man, it's probably in my best interest to try again. Um, <laughs> older than I. Um, and so with that, I am going to uh, try to channel Slightly more. Slightly smaller, but another Slightly. healing spell. I don't think, I mean, in, in fairness, this does almost as much as the previous one. And it's a much better roll. Yeah, mm -hmm. much better roll. Baylor recovers another 18 health for me, cure moderate wounds. <laughs> Look back. Are you okay, Baylor? That was a lot of arrows. <sighs> he does look significantly better at this point, yes. 
Um, and then this next traitor is one in the back that is dazed. So, the lion is going to try to break out of the ropes. Hi, right, little buddy. What you got? Oh, you're hogtied forever. So, lion still very furiously wiggling on the ground, but hogtied and with his mouth also bound, he can't do anything but flail like the oversized but incredibly angry cat he is on the ground. Baylor. Baylor does not understand why this lion is still alive. Because this was quicker, I guess. And does not want it getting out of those ropes, which he feels like it will. It definitely looks like it is strong enough to just straight up break ropes. So it's astounding that it has stayed in them for as long as it has. He's going to wave his hand and conjure up a wooden spear and fling it at it. So you just launch one of your trademark splintered spears. Plus, what? Plus 15 to hit on these now? This is BAB and intelligence. Wow. And it still works with the... Uh, Bardic performance. Bardic performance. I've yeah. got my mic shot. Jeez. <laughs> well, you hit him. I mean, that's a, a 20 you'll do it. I can't believe you have plus 15 to hit on a freaking spell. You wizard. What is this? Second edition came early. And with that, the lion is very quickly going to stop struggling and fall limp in the pile of ropes that it has been bound in. And with that, are you still on the ground, by the way? Yes. Okay. So still laying on the ground. The three in the back are going to recover their faculties and look back over and see both of their lions dead. Wizard, as far as they can tell from this distance, still looks to be down. And the mage disappeared. So, there we go. Go back to shooting Adara. What's your AC? 24. And with another shot, another arrow connects with you when you take another six damage. Okay. No. All right. Let's... How far is this? Oh yeah. All right. We're And this we're is none of this is enough to be difficult terrain. This like this undergrowth isn't difficult terrain worthy, so you can absolutely charge to it. Yeah. So They're like we're thin charging. light grasses. It's more obscuring than it is inhibiting. And that now fighting defensively. We're gonna take a swing with a plus four, two from charging, two from Bardic. Ignore the second one that rolls. Doesn't matter. So I'm here you, now, that's what You matters. rush up. You're still, at the moment, reveling in your victory over the lion. Uh, and you rush forward into a trained soldier who is able to deftly sidestep your swing as he prepares to move himself, well, probably further away from the big angry man that just ran at him. And he is going to take a full withdraw action <laughs> to head back over to his, uh, his team here. Inori. All right. Um, I am vanished. Uh, mechanically speaking, if I were to cast a spell that wasn't offensive, would it break my invisibility? If it doesn't affect an enemy or have an attack roll, no. That's like one of the big uses of invisibility is you can buff yourself as much as you want. Okay, but as far as effect, 
uh, not physically, but like maybe distracting. Guys. What are you trying to cast? Um, I was going to make a silent image of myself appear in front of them and start walking towards them. No, that absolutely that, would not break illusion. your invisibility. You could definitely do that. That's what I'm thinking, like right there. All right, so you conjure up a clone of yourself. An, an illusory image that appears and then just charges toward them? No, no, I want to give them chances to, to shoot at it. She's just going to walk at them looking incredibly angry. This is, uh, okay, so it doesn't make it doesn't make any sound or anything, but there's a lot of sounds happening right now yeah. as this battle is raging. Your clone here is just going to appear sword in hand with all the effects and magic on it that it had before. Like I'm coming out of invisibility right in front of them. Yeah, it just appears and walks at them. And... See, this guy doesn't get to be on initiative anymore. That guy's unconscious. This person nearest the back is going to take a shoot at it. He draws his bow and he fires at the silent image. And as the arrow passes through it, what is the will save for him to disbelieve? If in, uh, 14, it's 14. It's a if interactive, yeah. If interacted with. Okay. So let me find his will save here. Ooh. And he looks, uh, after that, he places his longbow on the ground and draws a scimitar ready to close the melee with this image. <laughs> yes. So, here's the interesting part. Dara, you don't know any more than they do that that's his illusory Inori. I don't feel like for your crossbow wielding self it makes any difference into what you're going to do, but... As far as you can tell, Inori just dropped stealth to walk at them menacingly with CRN. Okay, so I'm going to 30. Uh, I'm going to charge. Uh, I see Inori walk up there. Janelle is charging. Uh, they're kind of over the hill a little bit, so it's kind of hard to see. So I'm going to move up because they have a ranged weapon. I also have a ranged weapon. I mean, it doesn't really matter how far away we are. So I'm going to move up and um, uh, I'm going to use a grit to ignore armor. Okay. And really focus in and try and like really damage one of them. Which one do you want to go for? Uh, the uh, the close, uh, the one that doesn't have a scimitar. Uh, All of them have scimitars, but only one well, of them the has one an that doesn't have a right Only These one of them has a drawn. Yeah, this have, I'll put a mark but, on it. The one farthest to the right okay. has so a scimitar in his hand. The other three all still have their bows out. All right, one closest to you. Yeah, the one closest to me, uh, grit, and then shoot regular deadly aim. All right. Three more shots. Uh, no, I, oh, no. I, well, because I moved. Oh, move. One shot. Ooh. Ooh, but um, it is one shot that's a 19. That's a deadly aim. And it's also, uh, I'm going to re-roll the crit if I don't make it. So do you want to, you want to use the Dignity's Barb power to let you roll twice and take the best? Yeah. Okay. So you get to roll twice to confirm this. Okay, so that's just a regular another shoot. It's the exactly the same thing you just did again. Yep, confirms it the same. Oh. <laughs> Don't babe. even need it because a 30 will absolutely confirm here as this bolt buries itself right center mass on the closest trader. 
Okay. So give me your deadly aim damage with the bard performance and everything. Oh, that's true. Deadly aim that's damage true. with the bardic performance yep. buff and everything twice. Not twice. Three times because you're a boltace. Right. Because you get you increase the modifier of your crossbows. Three times. Okay, so I have um crossbow damage. Just click damage I three times. Okay. Do you have do you not have a deadly aim damage macro? I thought I did, but it's only for rapid fire. The damage? Oh, the well deadly aim, what's your bab? Eight. So it'll add two, four, six. It'll add six. So just add eight okay. total, six from deadly aim, two from the performance, and then do that three times. Okay. Oh, and the eight on the damage 20. die. Twenty-two. 20. Twenty to forty-two. <laughs> And 18. 60. You hit this guy for 60. Did I what? say center mass in his chest? I'm sorry. You put a bolt through his <laughs> eye and it shot out the back of his skull. That... <laughs> he drops like so much meat as you put this bolt through him. Pure through his skull. He is. That His friend is mad. He's upset that you just <laughs> did... Such horrible, unspeakable things to him. He is absolutely dead. There's no no heal check required. No chance he survived that. <laughs> okay, you know. Um, I am going to see that uh, I'm going to move up here some because I am very far away. You are getting fairly far. Yeah, we're pressing the attack now. Yeah. You're a solid... Like uh, almost a hundred feet from the battle, so yeah, time to double move to keep everybody in my realm of song. Right, so you're just gonna I, advance. It's as far as we can hear you. It's as far as you can hear. Yeah. You are in a big open field. I'm gonna say Nell and Nori probably pushing it for getting the benefits. So mm. as so. they get further and further away from you in this windy plane with this battle happening, so you move up, keep everything going. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, yep, Dar is definitely the priority target. Uh, yeah. Regardless of the magic in front of it, he has just witnessed what you can do with that crossbow. And he is going to fire at Dara again. Because can't. that's not allowed to keep happening. Uh, but once again, you have enough armor. This, his arrow just strikes a painful but not life-threatening blow. And this line doesn't get to be on initiative anymore. So, Baylor. I feel like it's relatively safe to stand up now. <laughs> <laughs> stand up. Dust himself off of it. And head up behind Dara. Right, I'm to going to... to for sake of uh, distances here, I'm going to grab this whole lump of everybody and just move us all back. About oh, there. perfect. Good so idea. That mechanically, like we it, yeah. still have we still have as much space because we're we're hitting the edge of the map here. I'm just gonna skew this whole battle back a little ways. There's no difficult terrain or anything that would really affect the movement. But Baylor stands up, and Baylor and Kahina both come up from behind, and that brings us around the Nell. The banner gives us five foot of movement, correct? Yes. Fantastic. As long as the glaive is out, which I assume the glaive is out. Did you ever draw the glaive? The glaive is actually not out. You don't have that right now. No, we well, yeah, you can draw it as part of movement. Banner. You just have to be it able to, to be, see it. It's sticking up. It has out to be posted. 
It has to be. Yeah, uh, if you have it on a glaive, the glaive has to be wielded. It's got to be posted, visible, waving. Yep, I I didn't take it out. Well, did you? Back. You could draw it as part of your move last turn if you wanted to. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So glaives out, banners up. You're good. I mean, you're, okay. you're moving into the combat. Yeah, you probably yeah. draw the glaive. I'll just. I mean, yeah. All right. So it's time to have some fun. I get behind the enemies, and I'm going to. Oh, I forgot what it's called. In intimidate all of them. Dazzling, dazzling display. display. I'm going okay. to dazzling display them and force them back into my allies. All right. So you. F oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so super afraid of me after I got that line. Today's episode is brought to you by the Stalwart Clan. <laughs> A natural <laughs> 20, a 36. On Intimidate, <laughs> the will save is what? 10 plus the ranks in Intimidate, which I assume is 8, so will DC 18 yes. will save? Mm-hmm. All right, let me make some will saves. That guy failed. Second guy actually passed, so he's a the, the one he's closest to you. Well, yeah, he's still shaken, but the one closest to you realizes the running away is not a great idea, and he's scared, but he turns to deal with you. And the... Oh, he couldn't turn around fast enough to see it. He yep. literally could not turn around fast enough. The other two are absolutely terrified as you appear behind him. And this man... So you're in a pretty much an open field here. So his best he can do to get away from you is he is going to take a run action. And he is going to move way off the map, 90 feet, running back, screaming towards the caravanserai for help. Which way? Uh, he has to run away from me, not past me. That's away from you. It's a flat plane. Yeah. He's 10 feet from you. Every direction's away from you. Fair. I, I thought it literally meant, like, away. Like, whatever like direction directly. is the most away. I'd say panicked is, like, literally drop everything, mindless fleeing. This is away. Like, get away from you, yeah. which he's very much doing. Uh, so he, I'm going to put a six here. That He is 60 feet past the edge of the map, sprinting as fast as he can back towards the caravanserai for help. Inori. All right. Uh, I'm just going to have the illusion continue to walk my normal movement towards them. Um, so if, if that's I concentration, yes, that was, I was going to say, this is next to come up before we haven't had any concentration uh, spells in a while. That's a standard action to continue concentrating. As soon as you stop spending your standard action to manipulate your puppet, it disappears. Okay. Well, I'll do that then. And then I'll three, four, do that move. as in keep it going. Yeah. It, it, it walked forward. Part of my, I'll use that as a standard. You can, you can move, move it too. Yeah, can I did. Move it. Oh, you did? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot closer now. It continues walking, folks, and looking at all sorts of stuff. It continues walking forward menacingly. <laughs> this guy... Also probably going to run away. This dude's terrified for, what, how long? Is it... One round. It's just one round? Yeah, they're feared for one round. Uh, the Shaken is Shaken for, for the rest of his life. Yeah. <laughs> shaken mechanically forever. Uh, he is going to leave his longbow there. And take off running scimitar in hand with his friend. They are running for the hills. Uh, they are about 60 feet beyond the bounds of the map at this point. Dara. 
I am going to do a full round action. I, I see the guys sprinting away. And yes. I really zero in. And I am going to aim for one of the guy's legs and try and hobble him and bring him down. Can you do that outside the first range increment? I'm not... I have no idea. 100% Actually. positive. Oh, so I'll look it up yeah, later to say as you can for now. So you... a target shot. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, I, you can... I'll let you, let you have it. So you aim in. I spent another grit. Good well, thing you got your grit back from critting and killing a guy. Uh, spend a grit to try to knock him down. So give me the yeah. attack roll. And it, you are out in your second range increment, so it is at a minus two. Okay, and then just zero because it's... Yeah, just zero because of performance. Okay. Cool. Oh, man. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Leave these four men alone! No, they must uh, That's a critical threat, and that's another 19. Okay. So, uh, I guess we'll see. That's a critical <laughs> confirm! 31 confirms! So... How does that work exactly? You do, like, it still does the damage. You're doing targeting what? legs, right? Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. still do the crit damage. You still do triple damage. Wait, did she? He just she also fought. It's twenty with a twenty is the thing. So he did confirm it with oh, okay. another critical threat, but she crit. She threatens on seventeens now from uh, improved critical. Twenty with oh. a twenty is the thing. So you still get triple damage, and he also is knocked prone. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's not going either way. We'll see what the damage is. I mean, but removing the lower half of someone's leg generally knocks them down. Yeah. yeah. So giving you damage three times. So is that also with the ranging commitment? No, ranging commitment is only for your attack roll. Okay. The bolt doesn't do any less damage. So you still got the normal plus two for bardic performance. Just okay. throwing it. Cool. Uh, first is 12. All right. 12. 15. So 27. And 16. This guy's crying. <laughs> 37. All right. 43. I mean, in the distance, your arrow hits this dude and he falls over. That, that definitely happens. He stopped moving too, I'm sure. Well, can't really tell me. He's pretty far away. But he definitely <laughs> fell over. <laughs> he might have. Yeah. Later investigations will reveal he is very dead. You hit him like right in the back of a kneecap literally blowing out his knee and several of the arteries that run through there and he bled to death in an instant so later investigations will reveal this man died very rapidly after the impact <laughs> leaving only two of them left one in front of Nell and one fleeing in terror dirt. <laughs> I can't not you know that Spongebob meme with Spongebob and Patrick running away, and the lasso just goes over now, the distance. Yes. That's these two guys right now. See, the moral of that story is he's not getting away. <laughs> I hate memeing while we're playing, but this fight is it's too much. Everything about this fight. You guys get the meme license for this one. <laughs> just look at Nell and he's like, they're running towards to get reinforcements. Do something! And then just take off towards running full sprint towards the people so who are running away. Banner, a, you would yeah, get... Yeah, we have a banner for this. You have 35 yeah. mood speed. Do you want to do the banner thing? 
Yes. So you have Let's a go. move speed <laughs> 50. So you can run 150 feet, which is exact lethal to catch up to this guy. So charging, charging with my glaive. Awesome. You gonna... you charge. You wave the banner, shake out its magic, and as this dude turns around, sees you like you know. Okay, <laughs> next reference. Who's played Dark Souls and fought Ornstein and Smo? You know, you walk nope. in the fog gate, you're like, hey guys. <laughs> nope. That's Kahina. Give me your attack roll. What's up? So. <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> And you also don't take the minus two for charging uh, as cool. on tier AC as part of this. So you, did you include the plus two for charging on that? Uh, no. So I it's a only... 19. You connect, you yes. rush up, you swing the glaive and you hit him with great What's the... speed. <laughs> yeah. What's the damage? For, is there extra damage for charging? Uh, no, just your attack roll. Okay. So you just and, have your and... regular damage with your performance. And you hit him for 13 as he tries, he's running, and the bullet train just caught up behind him. This I'm man sorry, here we weren't finished. realizes he is not going to outrun these people. So he, between the full plate armored knight in front of him, and well, he's actually pretty afraid of you, so you know what? He's going to drop his longbow, draw his scimitar, and swing it now. Oh boy! You can do it. You can't he do it. Can't. Not even no. close. Yeah, this this guy. <laughs> I mean, he's a trained soldier, but you're no freaking stalwart in your full plate in the perfect open field scenario. You're pretty easily able to use your shield to deflect his blows as he shakenly tries to bring some sort of assault to you. Baylor. Well. That's a lot of speed I got with that banner. I don't like moving in this close, but trying to stop this guy from escaping. And where are we at? Oh, he's definitely within medium range now. Oh no. <laughs> don't blow up his bones. He doesn't deserve this. Why, why, why you gotta, oh wait, that's, that's not medium range. I was looking at the wrong spell. I mean, you have 50 foot of movement. That's medium range. Yeah, that was 50 feet of movement. Yeah, he was just 50. He was pretty oh. far back. He was back by Dara. He, he rushes up to where the lions and the first set of soldiers had been initially. This is kind of like a rolling retreat here. It's not going very well. Not No, not really. Not when you can <laughs> run faster than lions. No, it's not a great retreat. Also, the lions are dead. So th th this guy's like 10 feet out in front of Kahina because she just charged him. Yeah. I'll put her at... 50 feet beyond the bounds. This is this is sprawled beyond the bounds of the map I had prepared for. Yeah, like, so we're boy, going through near yeah. the mind here. We, you, we are the podcast now. None of us can see what's happening. They're off in the distance, 50, 60 feet beyond the edge of this map. All right. Running towards tall grasses, which is still a couple miles away. Well, I'm going to pull out my voodoo doll then. Oh, no. Okay. I'm so sorry, this guy's... And I, I guess if he survives, I'm going to try to pull him to right in front of Kahina. That's even rough. <laughs> I can't get away. 
<laughs> Alright. So you pull out your little voodoo doll. And you just try to yoink this guy backwards through Kahina's range. You shake his bones. Alright, what's your fortitude save? Oh, that's great. Well, you... He fails. So you reach out, and with your voodoo doll, yank him backwards, and he tumbles. Feet overhead. Just flopping into a pile in front of Kahina. <laughs> Nell. Ooh, that's a bad way to go. Nell and his last remaining victim here. <laughs> I'm gonna plant my feet and I'm going to give him a solid smack, noticing he is much less well-equipped than I am. He is significantly less well-equipped. He's dressed as a light Kadirian raider. And we cannot hear the singing, so this is just a normal. Uh, I'm gonna say she took up. Oh my Stop God. rolling 20s! <laughs> <laughs> Nell, you have to stop. I'm just going to do you that. You can't just critically no! succeed in everything you do. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh. You got to save some for the rest of the campaign, man. Oh, God. You could have. 20 into a 19 oh. just on the dice. <laughs> 22. Yep. Total. Survive. What do you do? Oh, I thought he was going to live. Uh, <laughs> you thought you were going to get it. Because I'm next. Me. <laughs> so I'm going to stomp my feet down into the ground, bring my sword up, and thrust it through his chest, just piercing straight through his armor. And this man just crumples over backwards under the sheer force of this blow, in awe at the size of the lad in front of him. I, if I don't even know how what to what to say at this point, he's he's down, and looking around this body-strewn battlefield around you, you're all pretty glad that the setting sun behind you would have made this nearly impossible to see from the distance of tall grasses. But you have met the first of these traitors. Now you've met their forces. Did I finish off that guy or did Baylor? He got bone shaked. Uh, he, got, he got bone flopped onto the ground. That one the hadn't life been. Was ripped from his body. Yeah, that one hadn't actually been hit yet until you rushed up and smacked him, but you softened up for Baylor to just shake his bones down to the ground. He, he was running forward. I jerked him backward and just the G forces. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. A bone shaker got promoted to bone shatter just I by have, circumstance. I have the image of you taking him and pulling him back and just impaling him further. Did you just the grab line? the voodoo doll and just shake? I gotta say, there's before we, it, we we should take our break here, but before we do, there's <laughs> a long saying in any any tabletop group. Any, and this is advice that I myself have given and that loads of GMs have given to aspiring GMs, which is don't assume anything's gonna go how you think it is because no no single part of what you paizo whoever has written is gonna work out how you intended this it doesn't matter what the math says it doesn't matter what the logical options are 
your players will find some way to do something completely differently than how the encounter was going to go. And what Ooh. I spent weeks, oh, not man. months, putting some thought into how to kind of blunt the teeth on TPK colon the encounter turned into Nell literally suplexing and hog tying a lion. <laughs> Everyone who watched the last campaign knew what was going to happen. <laughs> and then proceeding to just run down everyone else as Kahina bullet trained into the distance to ragdoll a dude. Dara crits two people in a row. Nell gets nothing but hard 20s. This... I had contingencies planned. I assumed this was going to be a TPK, and I had a way to keep the story going around it. But no, I guess just body slam my lions. Okay. And if you don't think that's getting used the next time I roll for heroism, you'd be mistaken. So with that, we got everyone back here. Let us continue. So you're left here in a field in the plains, the whistling plains on the path to Tallgrass. As you can see in the distance, a couple miles away, the setting sun behind you obscuring your approach. What are we doing? I want my, my hologram to, to walk up to Nell because I'm still invisible for a couple more seconds. And, and just sort of stand in front of him, just going like this. <laughs> yeah, it can't God. talk. It's a silent image, but it can just nod. <laughs> Appreciatively. And then I'm going to walk up behind him while he's looking at it and be like, that was pretty cool. <laughs> at this point, being somewhat used to Nori shenanigans, it's still going to be startling having two Anoris, <laughs> but I'll at least be somewhat ready for it. And I'm just going to be standing there. You'll see claw marks on my face and stuff slowly stitching. As the, uh, as the, Boots. the wounds start to close from the boat, the, the the boots, the boats. And you hear in your head, Inori, a voice of Saren. You know, I've been putting my faith in you. But up until now, I didn't really have a whole lot in the rest of these layabouts. But I can't say I've ever seen a man hog tie a great cat. Really? Because, I mean, I'm a lot younger than you, I presume. Because, you know, I'm in my 20s. I have no idea how old you are. I can, you've never seen someone literally hogtie a lion? Because that was crazy, right? As much as I feel like encouraging your friends who stole why it's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of blown away by it myself, but I'm trying to no-sell it in front of him. I don't want him to know that it was really cool, but... <laughs> That's telepathic. That this is an instant. Yeah. So yeah, he is. So, so no, I'm uh, just looking at Anori having a like few second conversation with herself, and I'm just gonna kind of, kind of lean forward and say, uh, "It's not like even a few lion. seconds. It's almost instant that happens." I, I'll still just kind of lean forward and say, "You, uh, you like lions?" <laughs> I mean, they're, they're all right. It's all right. So I killed that one. That other one, I took him down. No problem. Yeah, I flipped one over my back. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's all right. Hey, where's uh? <laughs> just sort of walk away from him. <laughs> so, what are what's the what are we doing, party? How are we proceeding from here? I'm gonna get my rope. Clearly, your approach has been scouted. 
as evidenced by the ambush. These guys got anything useful on them? Looking around through the various bodies in varying states. Because one that, definitely had a potion, which means the other have, uh, might as well. The, yeah, that you've left on the ground here. Uh, all of them, except the, the one, have two potions looped into their belt. One of them is empty, but the inside of it still has little bits of the liquid that was once in there. They were recently consumed. And the other one is still full of some kind of a liquid. All of them keep these potions in pretty traditional glass vials like you'd find at the alchemist in town. So they're clearly still getting supplies from Yonmus or still coasting on supplies that had from before, I guess is also possible. Uh, based on John Rex's explanation, they kind of been scraping it with stuff they could get out of their base. Otherwise, um... I mean, they, they all got bows and scimitars. Yeah, don't have anything. In, like, nothing on them is magical. The tech, I click the tech of magic won't reveal anything useful to you. They've all got composite bows. Uh, there are composite short bows, studded leather, bucklers, and daggers and scimitars equipped for whatever situation they'd run into. Each of them has a, a water skin on their belt. Most of them well over half empty, implying they've been out here for some time. And... The five soldiers uh, where they had originally been, you find five sets of like woven grass camo netting where they had been lying in wait. Like little setup sniper post type thing. Basically, yes. But it is a it is an individual like piece of camouflage netting. Like you can you can take this netting with you. It's not how it, much it, does it's, it weigh? That's what I'm trying to load up right now, but our guys of net this is not loading, so we're gonna go somehow. Alright. Put one on the apocalypse ticker. Where is it? How can I Was that the apocalypse ticker? That's the apocalypse ticker, that's what it sounds like. Uh the PFSRD is loading faster than a website that's not the PSFRD. Uh well, I can't load the page on what this does right now. Oh, here we go. I found it on uh, I found it on Paizo. So it is. They are five pounds a piece. They're fairly thick bundles of netting. And if you were to use each of these mechanically, as long as you hide under the netting in appropriate terrain, like the Whistling Plains here is what they're really built for, you get plus four on your stealth checks as long as you do not move and you remain like you have to be pretty low. You got to be functionally prone for it to work. And uh, you have to make survival checks to be able to use it properly because it is kind of hard to tell whether you're properly concealed by it. But there are five sets of this camouflage netting if you want them. I picked up one. And uh, quick perception checks would identify the four potions that are left on the other one's belts as potions of cure light wounds. I'm not going to make you roll for those. Any of you could take tan and get that at this point. Four cure light wounds potions. But what is interesting is that... But this seems to match what Lieutenant John Reck has told you. Each of these is wearing Kadirian-styled gear and armor. They're wielding short bows and scimitars uh, with bucklers on their other arm. It's as Kadirian as it gets. But as you look over the bodies and look through their, their gear, all five of these uh, men and women here are Taldans. Uh, they're ethnically Taldans. I took one of those potions just for safekeeping. 
Okay. We will and not be able to hide this. Uh, they will be on alert tomorrow morning. Well, I'm, I think our best bet would be to heal up, maybe drink some of these potions they so kindly brought us, and assault them tonight. We could take some of these bodies and pile them together and throw some of the netting over top of them, the camo netting. Now you yeah, can you can use the camo netting to obscure an object, which at this point corpses are objects. Uh, let me look real quick while you figure out specifics what you want to do. Okay, uh, you can cover an object, you make a survival check with a minus 10 penalty, and that's the total stealth of the thing. So you could use a couple of these to uh, try and roll a survival and have somebody assist to obscure them as best as you can. It will give them like a stealth score, but it's not going to be great. It's it's going to stand up to people riding by from a distance and not much more than that. I mean, if we purposely move them out of the way from where they were set up, off like 50, 60 feet, maybe even farther, and just hide them there, no one's going to be looking in that exact spot, so it should be fine. Probably should go even farther. I mean, at this point, we're not attacking until night, if that was the plan. I we mean, grab these bodies and go back the way we came, kind of, and yeah. take them out of range. What would Let's... be the point? So that when we attack them tonight, they're not on alert. Yeah, because there might be another patrol out here somewhere. These people were not on a patrol very far out of their camp. If they were coming back from a patrol, they would be missing when they did not report in. I think they were laying in wait, and there might be other posts around this place that could be more traps. We should probably use the last 30 or so minutes we have of this blinding light to move them, get them out of here. At least try to cover ourselves. I agree. Let's move the bodies. Yeah, so we're going to grab all their stuff and the bodies. I <gasps> guess I'm going to be dragging two lines by rope. <laughs> They're very heavy, but by your powers combined, surely you can drag a dead dire lion. When we're done with this, I want... We should take the lions. How the much can you drag, nice. actually? My drag is Five very high. times your maximum load, I think. 1,500. You absolutely cannot move these lions. I was way off base, apparently, with my estimate of 900 pounds. These lions are almost two tons. These are huge lions. And How they're they like not huge. Ninety. Well, uh, cats are like ninety-eight percent muscle. Oh boy! And muscle's pretty heavy. These are just like a giant eight-foot-tall, ten-foot-long ball of muscle and steroids and anger. These weigh nearly two tons. The five of you together cannot drag one of these dire lions. Making all the more impressive that you somehow see the next one. <laughs> well, you know, here we are. <laughs> I use his weight against him. I have a lot yeah, of strength. It, it, it says 2,000 in, my, in mine. Can I drag? There's no way yours says 2,000 because I have more strength than you. I got 20. You do not have more strength than her. How do you have 20? All right. So then the Don't, two of bro. you, as you guys working together, actually, you could one at a time. It would be an exorbitant effort. And uh, even together, if you're trying to do it before the sun sets and you lose this advantage, you would not be able to take them very far. But you uh, could move them at least. Yeah, I mean, we don't need to get the lions far. We just need to get them away from here. Yeah, the lions are going to be the reason that the it's not only going to be so hidden because those are very large. 
As you're moving the lines, you would notice that each of them on their flanks is branded with the same symbol you saw on the stone elephant outside of Revestikar, the symbol of the Tulvin horse. Military lions. This could be good if we wanted to implicate them later. Yeah, definitely evidence. I'm sure there will be plenty of evidence, but just in case. So you spend the time moving the bodies at least a maybe a hundred feet, maybe a little more off the trail and doing your best to try to hide this pile of men and lion under this camouflage netting. So make me a survival check. I guess whoever's got the best, I'm oh, pretty sure Dara, it's Dara, Dara, to try and hide these. Okay. I'm going Anybody to else want to roll survival checks? Uh, okay, oh, so the, one it. Uh, uh, the hard one on Dara. Dara, this is not your wheelhouse. Your survival is tracking people, like literally survival in the wilderness. Another Camo netting over big dead lions. Not really your, your, your strong suit. Now, however, for some reason is good at this. So I'm really good at hiding my mistakes. 18, and can anyone assist him? I mean, anyone could try. Yeah, I mean, you just got to beat 10. You get it up to a 20. <laughs> yeah. All right, and Nori assists. Nori and Nell. I mean, it makes sense. You're the two that are dragging the lions. <laughs> Drag oh, yeah. the lions over and then prepare the netting on them while the rest of the party deals with the human bodies. You wrap them up. They're not really hidden, but it's the best you're really going to be able to do. By your estimates... The average person would just notice this if they walked within about 100 feet of it. And... Take that. It's... I mean, a it's a big open than, yeah, field. Yeah, it's a pretty... It's a little more than that away from the trail. It'll maybe buy some time. But if they come They'll out looking for these guys... something's there. Yeah. It's it, just whether they would investigate or not. If you're looking at your, your work here, the best you can do with this netting and these massive lions, if they come out looking for these guys, it's not going to be terribly long before they find them. Yeah, I mean, we can deal with that. Better than so, nothing. Better than just leaving the bodies there. So, yeah. meanwhile, your horses have bolted. And <sighs> I'm going to defer to the resident horse expert. Uh, your horses, who are not combat trained, just got attacked by massive freaking lions that weigh almost two tons. So are they going to run all the way back to the office? <laughs> so I feel like it's entirely re realistic that they are going to be, they're gone. Those horses are going to be most of the, like, well, not most of the way at this point, but you would dare in the distance running. This we is what horses. Faint trails of dust in, off in the distance. Yeah, this is what horses do. And those horses are not going to stop until they're back in town. Uh, looks like we're hoofing it. Yeah. <laughs> I think our best bet is to go get some horses from the bandits. Unless if we go clean out the camp, then we get what's left. We can just not kill the horses. I am conflicted. Oh, go ahead. If we're moving forward, we need to heal up some more before we yeah. approach any further. Yeah, you guys want to take any of your uh... arrows? You guys want to take any sixes from the Carolina wounds or thirteens well, from the Carolina wounds? 
since we're waiting for dark, we could just take the time to pass the boots around. If you are waiting for nightfall, I mean, that's that's going to be 30 minutes. You get 10 health per minute. Per yeah, minute. that would actually be enough for you to sit out here and wait by your camouflage pile and slowly hear yourselves up it. with the F, ideally behind it. It's very large. You can hide behind <laughs> it now. Uh, yeah, and wait for the boots of earth to heal you up if, if you're willing to do that. A lot of you probably in a whole lot of pain. But I mean, if you're willing to wait for the boots of very slow healing. I mean, we can... know we're about to need all of our resources, so why not save them? That's what Nell thinks. What does everyone else think? I agree. I mean, I got most of the way healed. I don't have a problem. I guess the waiting. one who would have had a big problem with it probably got majoritively healed. So, you I pass the time. Like waiting. Sorry, go ahead. I also feel like waiting is our best option, as we have mostly missed our window. And on the bright side, if someone comes looking for them, that lets us take care of two groups before we go in. That's pretty good math. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. I think we're going to be even more noticeable than the pile. I mean, we're not staying, like, literally behind the pile. We're just going to be in the nearby vicinity, like, behind a hill or something. Yeah, you're not literally going to be... You're going to be around, but at a safe distance, I'm sure. So, after about another hour, when the sun is well and truly set, and darkness falls over the countryside, you've passed the boots of Earth around for some topping off all of your full health. Super value magic item. You make your way on foot down towards the caravansary. Yeah, if we've seen like no signs of uh people. during that yeah during that time there's no sign of anyone yet coming out in search of these patrols and you haven't seen anyone come or go from the Good. caravan but admittedly it has not been a terribly long time you've been watching hey, should we do a loop around this place and find a weak point entrance or what what from the shape of it it looked like the only entrance would be the southern side it's gonna take you about an hour to walk the rest of the way there Oof. So Damn, you don't have a choice on that. Start going. And after 20 minutes, you see the first sign of movement from the caravanserai. As when it first, it's hard to make out a large shape takes off into the sky before a roar echoes across the plains and you can just vaguely hear the wing beats of the dragon as it flies away from the caravanserai it's hard to tell from this distance uh up no, north it, well, that's what northeast yeah we were told it was a drake not towards us i hope right no, no you guys are coming out from the southwest it's literally the opposite direction from you so they had two I mean, that's perfect. Well, now it worse they have one. So. One less Drake to deal with. Continuing? Yep. As you continue onward throughout the darkness here. I am mage armoring myself. I, yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, it makes sense. You're like, All right, mage armor. Anybody We're within else? range. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else got any uh, long form buffs or anything they're going to throw up? I'm just going to spell this, recall uh, shield. Protection. And you. Use your magic abilities to recall shield back for you. As you get closer, 
After about an hour of walking, you're within maybe a hundred feet of the caravanserai. It's dark outside, but the building is relatively well lit. So like Baylor said, again, this isn't a castle. This is a group of people trying to do the best they can to lock down something that was never really meant to be defensible. It is covered in windows and doors on like literally every side from huh. this enclosed porch. And you can see the glow of light coming from all of them. Uh, there are clearly torches or something lit inside and whatever that also will imply. I'm assuming none of you are dumb enough to have your own torches or light spells as you're approaching the caravanserai. Right? No. So I didn't even bother asking. But as you get up, you start to hear some more noises start up in the distance. Some stamping of a particularly large creature followed by what appears to be well, that's irritable sounding low trumpeting like an animal of some sort like hypothetically I don't know another ele elephant would be a fairly safe assumption and let me move us over here now at the moment you are a little bit further than where you are in the map right now and I'm gonna have to explain this to you real quick because this map is a little weird for functionality so there's one building. It's the U-shaped building in the middle. The two big rectangles off to the sides of these little dotted lines is just the cutaways of the upper stories. It's one building. It's not like three buildings next to each other. There is nothing physically here to the north of you. That's just empty field and grass. But you can see again, this raised porch is about five feet or so up off the ground level. Uh, let me double check that real quick. And it is surrounded by a stout wooden fence that goes about another three feet above that. And every 15 feet or so coming up from that fence are big thicket support beams that connect it to the bottom of the second story up above it. Uh, you can see doors lighting this walkway, though it's not, high, it's not so high that you can't see what's up on top of it. But you can also see clearly from here there is a big main entryway in the south, as well as several visible staircases that lead up onto this covered porch on the southern end or up to the second floor, still outside, just going up from this porch on the northwestern end. So does that mean that it would be possible to climb from the bottom to the second floor? Using uh, a you very much could, yes. Again, not designed to be super defensible. It does not look like there are any ways, easy ways into the second floor. As most of the windows are like relatively small, round windows or like longer, almost slit-like. None of them are really large enough to fit a body through, but they would allow tons of light in during the day. But you could, even from where you're standing here approaching from the southwest, you can see that at the northern end of this porch on your side, if you were to climb over the fence bit there, you would be exactly at stairs that lead upstairs but you're not really sure what, where you're going, really. But again, upside, pretty much the entire caravan so is not terribly difficult to access. What are we doing? So I'm going to look at everyone and propose that we skip the first floor, take the second floor, and fight them from the top down. 
I mean, a terrible I, plan to come at it from height advantage. I could scale that wall, get up there and drop a rope down to everybody, yeah. Well, the wall to the porch is like five feet and three feet of fence. It's it's like yeah, but getting scaling. to the second floor is the important part. Right, but there's there's no easy way into the second floor from the outside, other than staircases. Like you don't you don't from yeah, here from no, the south. No, the staircase side. is right there. Okay, yeah, okay. That's what I'm just making sure we're on the same page here. There's nowhere you can easily climb up and just like worm into a second story window or something. I mean, if we could, that'd be great. But the staircase is right there. We could just staircase climb right up, there. go up, and then fight everyone up there and fight anyone who comes up. I feel like it is um, to be in the middle, in between, where the guy, uh, the men could come up and the men could come down. Seems dangerous. It might be better to work just from one end to the other. They won't get up past me if I'm blocking those stairs. Agitated trumpet coming from the center of the caravansary. Uh, followed by more stopping. I say we go for it before they send someone out. Is that Possibly an alarm? Control. Did they just sound an alarm? I, Not like a trumpet, the instrument, like an animal. An it's an elephant. Oh. I haven't yeah, like, seen many on, of those. Hold on, right uh, <laughs> all right. I'm that kind of a trumpet. Okay. okay. So we're going to start working our way over to here. Okay, so you want to start moving over to the eastern side. Or this... the stairs are right. Where where are the stairs to go up to the second floor? Because I, I might have you can you can see some uh, very far up to the north like as you walk past this, this porch. Yeah, you can see them like way up at the northern end of of the covered porch. But there okay, are stairs so... that lead up onto the covered porch right in front of you at the southern side of the caravansary. Okay, so yeah, we'll just go. Matter of fact, I don't want to go into the middle. What would it take to just bypass this? There is nothing here. That is a cutaway for the top floor. No, no, this. Oh, the fence? To get up without using the stairs. Uh, climb check. Okay, that's what I figured. Not a very difficult climb check, because that's like climbing over a kitchen banister. Like it's, <laughs> it's not really difficult. Yeah, a 17 on a climb check will easily get you up onto the covered porch. And, uh, with you up there to help, it would be, if anyone else wants to go up there, be no difficulty for any of you to take 10 with Nell helping to pull you up for all of you to get up on the porch if you want to. Yeah. It's really not, it's not a difficult climb. Get up. So, this is just the safety avoid going into the kill hole center of this place where they might all be waiting or something. I don't know. So the porch is only about six feet wide, but it does seem to lead around most of the exterior of tall grasses there are numerous doors and you can see at least several openings along the wall as you pass leading towards that staircase at this point i think we should start sneaking i'll say back to everyone and i will attempt to sneak all right let me get that for you real quick like Roll one of these here. Give me one brief moment to write all of these down for you. Okay, so while I'm noting these, you are all doing your best to remain stealthy as you travel here. Yeah, so we're just gonna sneaky beaky. Start moving our way 
down the walkway, and I'm presuming everyone is staying directly behind each other. Yeah, I, I assume you're all moving as a unit here. Uh, Roll20 does seem to have been somewhat improved recently. I can actually pick up and drag the group of you now, so I can oh, just cool. move all of you and you can stop doing this. Yeah. Uh, as you walk past the first couple doors here, as you make your way towards the northern corner, you pass a opening. A little warily, you peek around this first opening, and it appears to be a long hallway that leads to just another closed door. As you continue onward past another door, you get about halfway up the side of the porch towards the staircase you were looking at before you see that there are a lot of big openings that will be on your right as you move to these stairs. Several different ones. Uh, one of them at the bottom of the stairs appears to be an entire room unto itself from what you can see from here. How do you want to proceed? I will turn back towards Anori and under my breath just kind of say, if we get caught, just bolt it up the stairs. We don't want to fight down here. Maybe we shouldn't go this way. It's too open. Out here is just as open. We want to be somewhere where they are at a disadvantage. No horses, no animals. Right, yeah, keep going. All right. We'll just keep moving forward. So after that brief pause for strategy, you continue inching your way forward. And as you make it up close to the stairs, you can see that what appeared to be two massive openings originally is simply a second staircase also leading up and a small landing at the bottom of the corner stairs with one door and a double door set in it. No big open rooms. But you have two staircases leading up. Very close to each other. One in the very corner of the caravanserai and one on your right as you approach the first one. Well, I will step out of the way. As planned, I will be guarding the stairs helping as needed. So I will take up the rear in this situation and let my allies go up ahead of me with Anori in the lead, unless Anori wants me to go first. All right, I'm move your moving. guys towards the stairs where you want to go and how you want to go up so I can drag us all over to the upper story version of these stairs. You all want to go up the corner staircase? Yes, okay. and I'll be in the back. So let me... Just move all of you across real quick, and then I'll move the camera so stream can see things. So as you ascend this staircase, it turns the corner and leads up into a hallway and an upper landing. Uh, the halls here are here now fully inside, not a covered porch anymore. But they don't appear to be so much as decorated in any way. It is just... Flat, basic stone walls. Nothing indicating what this floor might hold, or anything, really. Cautiously stepping around the corner. Right, that there's a door there, and I'm just going like, to go past it if I can, down to the other corner okay. and just sort of hang out there. Cautiously stepping around the corner, you see a door leading into uh, the first of the interior rooms on this upper story. I'll move all of you around this corner so you can kind of see the hallway situation here and you can figure out what exactly it is you want to do. Uh, the hallway then continues down before taking another right 
about halfway back down towards the front of the caravanserai. You... You can't really see anything other than this hallway, really. <laughs> you got no indication of anything here. Uh, let me... This isn't a fancy door or anything, is it? I don't think this is a fancy door. The door. Looks same as all the ones below. I'll point, I'm going to point at the door that was just passed in the hallway and go... <laughs> Shrug towards the party. I'll move past Dara and get in front of this door. Look over at Anori and nod my head. And I will open it. I am, I'm assuming everyone has their weapons out and is ready. Uh, does everybody have their weapons out and is ready? Yes. Do now. <laughs> yeah, you all. Am wizard. Am wizard. Thank <laughs> you, wizard. Obviously, the question is not directed at you. Everybody cautiously, gently, quietly draws out their weapons so as not to uh, raise any suspicion before Nell moves towards the door. And I will open it up nice and slow. Sorry, it actually took me like a minute to remember how to open doors on Real 20. I was like, how do I do this again? Oh my gosh, it's been one week and I forgot everything. So 10,000 years since the last time a door was How do I open doors? Right, okay. So the door is well-maintained and opens silently. And inside, you can see a few things. Let me give you the room first, and then I'll get to the people. Ooh, because pe they don't immediately notice you. There's this looks no like way. a very opulently furnished office. Uh, the northern wall is a massive bookshelf filled with carefully folded maps, ledgers, and scroll tubes. The southern half has got a massive desk uh, with a chair of battered but very well-repaired leather. Nothing really looks terribly out of the ordinary about the room itself. Except its inhabitants, which is a little bit odd at the moment. So let's get to those. There are two, well, I guess there's one man and one etc. standing in the center of the room. And as you start to open the door, you can immediately hear them talking. Uh, the man is pretty large, very well built with a massive spiked two-handed maul strung across his back. And he is talking to what appears to be a toddler made of grass. It's got four arms just shaped with fingers like long plant-like blades and leaves circle around the top of its head like they were a crown. And as you open the door, the man is in a somewhat hushed, probably respect the other inhabitants of the building, but very firm voice. Scolding plant baby? I've been over this four dozen times with you now, and I don't know what part of this doesn't get into your chlorophyll-packed brain, if you even have one. And as you slide the door open, and Nell looks into the room, 
the little plant baby is looking straight past him and sees the door and bolts up and points at Nell, raising a hand. Don't! There's nobody back there! Nobody's going to save you from this! Now, at that, I will step in behind him and you are roll. literally in touching range of him so I'm gonna give him a perception check to notice you yeah because you are literally you can touch him so let me roll his perception and as you step right up into him at the room the grass baby points very fervently towards you creeping up sword in hand behind him like shut up Stop waving! Focus! <laughs> he didn't see me? Okay, I'm going you, to... You... Go to Graham. You got a natural 20 on your stealth trick. Again! No! Again! You are a ninja! <laughs> I'm mad. Because... <laughs> Because even with that, he only needed a six to notice you, and he got a three. Oh, no. I'm mad, but this is where we're at right now. Oh, no. End him. I, I, you can't coup de gras You can't coup de gras him, but, yeah, but he's not helpless. But I can absolutely grab him. But you can definitely, as part of a surprise round, reach out to try to grab him. So, why don't you guys roll me some initiative? <laughs> How did I, the full plate hulking always man, always? I don't understand. This is just the day where I didn't, he doesn't even roll it, they get rolled for him. I can't freaking believe you got a natural <laughs> 20 on stealth. And with all your armor training now, Ooh. you're actually not that negative on stealth anymore. Yeah. So that's, that wasn't, you heard, you heard the stealthiest one in the party right now by a significant margin. It's not the first time that's happened. I know, and I hate it, and I'm angry, but you know, <laughs> Pathfinder, get a Pathfind. This oh, is just God. a day where nothing goes how I thought it was going to go, clearly. All right, so... I have a surprise round. I would see from where you guys currently are. Dara's the only one who'd be able to see what's happening. So Dara and Nell <coughs> both get to act in a surprise round. Dara, you do. Like, you see Nell reach out to grab this large man. Um, wait, sorry, say that again? It's a surprise you round. You in the surprise round. Yeah, you and Nell get a surprise round because you're the only two who can see into this room through the doorway right here. So you see Nell sneak up behind this man with this weird plant baby pointing fervently at him and the man's having none of it. Clear, plant baby's clearly in trouble. Uh, Nell right. reaches out to grab him. What do you do? Um, and it's a pressure and I can't take a full round action. No, you can only take a okay. move where I stand. You can also so just I... wait until after Nell if you want to, but that does put you literally last in initiative. No. Um, so I already have my crossbow up. Yeah, so I don't have the weapons they... Well, no, I know. I'm just saying like, so, um, and they give the all okay to open the door. And as soon as the first thing I see that's a person, uh, and I do glance very slightly at the green thing, but uh, I go in and just 
deadly shot. So you uh, just past Nell here are going to try to put one bolt into the large man before Nell gets a hold of him. Yeah. All right. So a 23, he is flat-footed. 23 hits. Okay. And then... With 20 damage. <sighs> My goodness. Maximum damage. Drilled this directly into his He takes mass. 20 damage immediately as the plant baby is now pointing with both hands frantically <laughs> towards the door. <laughs> Suffice it to say, he has noticed someone is there. But, no. You get your it's a very angry run. bee. And with a 26, you grab him. I'm the one behind you. Oh, I, a, I did. I did drop my sword to not take the minus four for grappling without a free hand. Okay, so your your sword is on the ground now. You, you drop it with a clatter, but at this point the crossbow's already been fired. You reach out as he's got this bolt stick out of back of his shoulders. Just bear hug him, I guess, yep. <laughs> before he could do anything. All right, Dara again because now it's a regular round, <laughs> and you want initiative. Um, I'm just gonna. He has some grapple. He. Hold him. He bear hugs him. I'm like, perfect. I'm still not, not not sure what to do with the green thing, so I'm going to let other people deal with it. Magic things. Um, and I will rapid fire deadly aim and try and get this guy before he can say anything. So you really quickly, like, as the rest of the party doesn't even see what's in this room yet. They're all in the hallway, and you're just machine gunning bolts oh, no. through here. Uh, 19, 10, and 11. 10's a natural one. Natural ones always oh. miss. Okay. An 11 will not do it. Okay. The 19, however, will connect with him. So out of your salvo here, it's his flat-footed minus two. Yeah, only the 19 hit still. Okay. He is... I would be very concerned if the 11 hit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he is wearing a, a breastplate. He's, he's relatively armored. Okay, and then uh, 16 damage. And you hit him for 16 with another crossbow bolt. At this point, it's his turn. Isn't how I saw this going. So, <laughs> what? Can he you... can draw his weapon while he's grappled. His weapon's two-handed. He definitely can't use he it. He cannot. <laughs> oh no! His weapon is a two-handed. He, he oh. his weapon's an earthbreaker. He can't. Okay. And he doesn't have a backup <laughs> weapon. So. So why you always keep a one-handed weapon on you? I kid. guess he just tries to break out. He's not even trying to reverse. He just wants to break out. He just. Immediate reaction tries to shake free. 26. What's uh, does favorite terrain apply to CMB rolls? I don't think it does. That would be a favorite enemy type thing. He does also have favorite enemy human. He breaks out. He breaks out, turns around, and like reaching up towards several crossbow bolts in his shoulder and the couple more that have dinked off of his breastplate. What the? Idiot, this is your moment, get them! And steps back. Anori, you hear shouting and things are happening. <laughs> and four crossbow bolts have been fired into that Four room. crossbow bolts have been fired already. That's how fast he shoots. You haven't even reacted yet. Dora's shot four times. I'm going to move into the room. To, uh, blah, 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 where 
here. Oh, he draws his weapon because it has a move action. So he has his, he draws the giant earthbreaker off his back. He has a giant mallet in his hands now. I will immediate action five foot step to here. Um, and I'm going to attack the man after he he just drew his weapon. That sounds like a pretty good go to. Twenty-nine. A twenty-nine will absolutely connect with him. The breastplate's only going to protect him so much. And you, with a powerful strike, manage to dent and even chop through a bit of his armor and do ten damage to him. At this point, the tiny screeching plant baby isn't really sure what it's supposed to be doing, but... It is going to step up and then just start like screeching and flailing at you as it desperately tries to uh, fight back against whatever this is. It's had about three seconds to figure out what's happening right now. And it's just going to swing almost like as a flurry of blowing grass towards Nell. And I'm currently at my normal AC. Yeah. 30. Your sword's on the ground, so you're... Yep. Oh, yeah, it's without the sword bonus. And the highest in there was an 8. So mm. none of those are going to land. <laughs> and all of these attacks just... It, it scores and scrapes across the outside of your armor. You can tell these blade-like plant fingers, they just kind of look like grass, are extraordinarily sharp. But... Good thing you're completely covered in full plate and they have a really hard time getting through the armor to do cutty things at you. Kana. They are not hard. Alright. So, I hear battle. You hear and battle. I am not in it and that just won't do. So, step into here and Move see Swamp Maybe. as well into this office. Oh! Okay, well, uh, and there's a green plant baby and a man who has bolts sticking out of him and Dara, it's going to shoot him again, I'm sure. So and you're got about a second to assess the room. <laughs> Assessing the room turns into a, a bardic performance. Like, well, not really sure Verbally what's happening. Assessing the room. Verbally, Verbally assessing the room. All right, Baylor. Well, I hear strange things. I'm going to move up and peek my head in and see what strange things there are. And Several I assume roll things. some form of knowledge check about strange things. Uh, strange thing is going to be a knowledge nature. Seemed like it, but wanted to be sure. Yeah, plant babies in knowledge nature. Said a child of the corn. Mandrake. Wrong on all counts. Twenty-four on knowledge, strange thing. With a twenty-four, and I have learned a new way we're gonna do this as well. Uh, with a twenty-four, you recognize this as a grassling, which is a tiny type of fay. And rather than me just picking something, you get one question. What do you want to know about it? Huh. Uh. 
I'll give you two, actually. It's a common enough thing. I'll give you two questions. You can ask, like, if it has any special attacks, what its weaknesses yeah. are, or resistances, if it, uh, like, how it attacks, what it, like, you, what do you, what do you want? Special senses? Well, I, 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 I do see it attacking Nell. Are they generally hostile on Well, site? they're Fae. <laughs> so, like, that's like, not normally, yeah. no. But, not uh, normally. you would know that it is definitely intelligent. Uh, maybe not, like, Human intelligence may definitely have failure intelligence, but it is intelligent, and Fey aren't normally immediately hostile. And does it have resistances? Um, it is a. It has all the resistances as if it was a plant type creature. So ah, it so is like everything. Yeah, it's immune to all. <laughs> like it, it's immune to any kinds of like mind affecting, paralyzing, poison, polymorph, sleep stuns, uh, any anything like that. Anything a regular plant would be immune to, it's completely immune to. Uh, well, I should have had this out before, but I didn't think of it until now. I am just going to draw the Wand of Scorching Ray. Right, so you shuffle that out of your bag as you figure out what this weird plant baby is. Now, I'm going to take a quick glance at the small plant. It is small or is it medium? It is small. I'm gonna, it is I'm only gonna take about a quick three glance. feet high at the small plant baby and tell it, please stop. I'm not trying to hurt it. And proceed <laughs> to- Please stop. Please stop. Yell <laughs> directly, not yell. I'm going to say directly to this man, very sternly, put down <laughs> your weapon or you die. And that's an intimidate check. Okay. Uh, no! Stop rolling no! 20s! <laughs> How is this happening? That's two in a row. For intimidate check. What on earth? How have you rolled so many freaking twenties in this session? And then what? I will pick up my sword. So that's another thirty-six on intimidate. Um. So let me. Will says DC eighteen. Yes. When I hacked roll twenty last campaign, I used yeah. it subtly. Well, yeah, he <laughs> you didn't use the infinity stones in one night. <laughs> Okay, he does make the will save, but he is shaken functionally forever. So, that's the rest of his life now. My AC is 32 now. And uh, he does get an AOO as you bend over to pick up your weapon. Weapon cord. Does that prevent you from getting provoking? Move action, pick it up, doesn't provoke. Neat. All right. Dark. Cool. Um. And as you, as you yell at him, he quickly, before Dara goes, yells back, just sneak up in here! But you think you can best a stoble in 1v1 combat? Absolutely. Okay. Well, he's he's convinced. Dara. <laughs> um He's shaking. He uh Dara okay, so Dara, I vaguely he like he can kinda like the name it he just can't really quite remember. And so he um but just in case he doesn't shoot him. Uh and he goes for that uh Plant. Can I yell, don't shoot the plant, real quick? <laughs> See, oh. now, yeah, off you, you get one, one off-turned quick yell. Don't shoot the plant. That's yours. Okay, so I will go back to the other guy and be like, okay, well, I, I'll probably not kill you. And... <laughs> he looks <Maybe>. fairly <laughs> hurt. He looks fairly hurt, but he's determined. Okay, well, I'm just going to... I There is you, no... You don't have to full attack. 
You can choose to There is yeah. no medium over here. Well, there is only full. Oh, you, <laughs> you can so you don't no. have to take all your attacks. Like you can shoot once and then decide not to shoot anymore. Or you can just shoot all your bullets. You can tell. Dara has two speeds. Yes and no. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, that's too, yeah. Okay, so you know, he Hey, he's just gonna go over and shoot the guy. Okay, he's so he does have deadly aim. He does have cover from here because he's now back on the other side of the room and your party's between you and him. But okay. that that just means you have to roll a little higher. You can still shoot at him. Alright, so I'll do uh, rapid shot. Uh, 24, 18, and 24. Uh, both of the 24s will be enough to hit him even with his position behind most of your team there. So you get damaged twice. Okay. First is 13. So you hit him for 13. Next is And then you hit nine. him for 9. And as the first bolt hits him, somehow shooting through two of your team, around his armor, and still catches him in the gut, he smirks and coughs a bit. <clears throat> Maybe you can. And he gets hit again. And falls over to the ground. Inori. Grass Baby does not show any signs of stopping attacking. If anything, it is attacking much more ferociously than it was before. As Can if it is I yell out, stop in Sylvan. Yes. You yell out, stop in Sylvan. No, doesn't re react at all. All right. I am going to put my sword through the guy's neck on the ground. All right, you can take the opportunity while you're here and there, you're not in range of anything to just... Coup de gras him while he's down and make sure this large earthbreaker wielding man does not stand back up at any point. The grass baby is going to take an AOO from Nell and take an stand AOO still. from Inori. So stand still. You uh, go for that there. Roll your CMB. Yep. That's a natural nope. one. Now he's going to continue moving towards the door. So he provokes from Inori here. And Kahina. And Kahina, because 10 foot reach. Mm -hmm. You're right. I forgot about the reach. I mean, if there was a time for me to roll a 1, I guess that's it. Uh, 28. 28 and 25. Both of you connect with Grass Baby. So both of you roll me damage. Ah, oh, that was almost a 9, but then it was a 1. 6 from the Glaive. 13 from the black blade and as you hit the thing that looks like it's made of grass and should literally just fall apart when breathed on too hard it moves erratically hard to predict and as it moves it waves and flows like a tuft of grass on the whistling plains would and your strikes they do damage but they don't cut it down instantly you're just chopping through little bits of errant grass around the edge that make up this thing it seems far hardier than what it would appear at first glance. It's going to move up to here, up into the doorway, and in a rage, reach through and swipe at Dara. Dara, what's your AC? 24. 25. 25. It not only hits you, it crits you. 
<laughs> as oh, it reaches no. through the doorway and it, it moves up and just almost extends one of its little bladed hands out past Baylor and hits you for 10 damage. The initial hit is painful. It hurts, surely. But it almost is so sharp that it seems to cut through you doing less damage than a more dull blade would. It's like a yeah. paper cut. Kana. You're muted. Nah. <clears throat> so seeing this and going forward again, because it's going after Dara and can't have that. So once again, and seeing how how it's acting and weaving through while orating I start speaking of nasty bugs and how they infect and infest grass and suddenly 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 that's not what happened. Can you hit That's it from not, five feet away? No, no, no. That wasn't. That's that was left wrong. over oh. from the wrong. Sorry. Hold on. Good I hit there. it. Yeah. It's because the damage modifier keeps popping up. There you go. Oh, whip of spiders. All right, we're doing this thing again. So give me, uh, give me that concentration check, unless you just want to let him hit you. Okay. Whoop. Oh. Hey! Natural twenty. I, so, I yep. Mean. You uh, you successfully cast defensively on this whip of spiders here, and you lash out with this weird pile of spidery grossness. Mm. And I guess we'll just use it. It's be the same attack rolls with your glaive, right? So the eighteen would still be the same thing, except mm -hmm. it's a touch attack. Uh, eighteen will hit its touch. So it right. takes one point of damage as a whip of frickin' spiders manifests in your hands. This is still not okay. Baylor. <laughs> well. It's swinging at Dara. It should, it's also distracted. Oh, oh, but it's a it's immune distraction. It's immune to poison. Plant trap. Oh, yeah. It just takes one damage. Step back out of the way. And let's see how it deals with fire. I've already got that wand out. Oh, no. Probably not great. So a wand does not provoke. So you are able to death, which is still really cool. So you're able to just blast out. Oh, that was the wrong button. Oh, that's, that's the noise ice beam, so we'll go. That's the same concept, just with fire. You shoot a ray of fire out towards his grasslings. Give me a hero. And a 17 will hit its touch. And I can still just click this in my spell list, because I just click it the one time. And it will take 8 fire damage. You don't feel like fire is particularly effective or ineffective against the grassling more or less than anything else is. No, it doesn't feel nice. It probably dislikes it, but... Well, does closing a door provoke? 
I'm going to say no. I don't think that's enough of a mind-involved interaction to provoke. That's just whap. All right, I'm going like to step I'm here. I'm also going to say you can't close a door that has an enemy standing in it that doesn't want it closed. He's literally in the doorway. Fair. I'm going to grab it. No. All right. Because I, I don't want to kill it. Well, he's going to AOL you. You don't have That's... a proof grapple yet, right? It just hasn't no. caught because everything you've tried to grapple hasn't really had anything to hit you with other than the lion who just whiffed. Yeah. Uh, He's going to hit you. 30 he's going to get his... Yep. Natural 20s do magical things. He's going to get his little needly fingers up through the cracks of your full plate and slice you for three damage. Oh, but again, no. it's almost like a needle. It just kind of like pokes in and comes back out and doesn't really hurt as much as if it were a rougher weapon. And then you take a minus three on your grapple attempt. Yes. So minus one because currently there's singing going on. Yeah. So minus one total. And oh, stop! No! 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 He can't keep getting it's away with it! He hard can't 20. keep getting away with this! <laughs> now, hard 20 star. Oh. My goodness. Oh, God. I don't understand. But he rolls another natural 20. <laughs> Save like, some just... for everybody else. <laughs> this is this. Oh. He rolls another natural 20. All of those low attack rolls that I've been doing throughout the entire campaign all came up to today. Yeah, they've just been saving up for tall grasses, clearly, so you can roll <laughs> exclusively 20s for everything. And uh, that's you, I guess. So, Dara, my feet. as it comes around to you and you have that brief moment of like, wow, that seems like it should have hurt a lot more than it did. It almost takes you a moment to notice how badly you're bleeding. You take four more damage from bleed. Okay. Oh, it's a good thing I stamped my feet. That does that counter the bleed completely? Um, if you heal for one, yep, that counters oh, your bleed. Fantastic. Okay. Um, Dar takes this into account that he takes this damage, and he's just really not sure what to do with this thing. Nell clearly seems to want to do uh something with it. Nell he stuff. has no idea. Nail stuff, and he is, I really have no idea what this thing is, uh, or what to do with it. So I'm gonna hold my turn and kind of just look at the rest and be like, "Okay, so you're gonna delay, Inori. Yeah. He's got it fully grappled, right? It's grappled, no, grappled. It's they can't grappled. take AOs right now. Okay, I'm going to race CR into his face area, neck area, and tell him it's over. Surrender. If you attack again, I will end you. So, I mean, and then, do, do I... you want to? Are you trying to intimidate? I'm, you want ready to attack? I want what do you to want to hold do? an action. If he does anything hostile in his turn following mine, I want to attack. Okay. So you want to ready an attack if he does anything? Sketchy. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Just take your attack. It's... Okay. <laughs> it's still <laughs> well, going. So let's go ahead and swing that swing that sword. Because he is next in initiative, and he will immediately begin attacking. So it doesn't actually affect your initiative at all. Because he's he's very angry. Oh boy. Uh, a two because he's grappled. Okay. A, okay. <laughs> your seventeen oh. will connect. <laughs> That'll do it. How good is not a one AC? And with my second, 
You only get one if you're ready. Uh, you're you can't right, ready right. full round actions. You just ready a swing. Right. So you get the one hit. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, right. Bang. Huzzah. Uh, pretty good hit, though, as you slam for 16. He seems to be pretty injured, but he is still lashing out in a tiny little plant-like fury at Dara. Clearly, I five foot after that? Uh, yes, if you didn't take one during your turn, you can five foot step as part of a ready action. Away. <laughs> Uh, so what's your AC at, Dara? Uh, 25. 25. Alright, he is gonna swing, and swing, and swing, and swing. Like a, a little angry plant blender with these claws. But being restrained by Nell, he has an incredibly hard time reaching you. Even though you're just around the corner of the door. And this he only is manages, a small creature. It is a small creature. I and he only manages. Not a thing about Thunder One. Size doesn't affect grappling at all. It's Tell weird. Me. It doesn't make any sense. Well, it, it, it size it affects too. their CMD. Yeah, his, it makes his CMD that. Yeah, it's it's really weird. It's it doesn't make any sense. It's fixed in Pathfinder Two. You it's can grapple a planet-sized monster with no penalties whatsoever, and it grapples you with no bonuses. Uh, okay. But it manages to hit you only once in its raging flurry, for seven more damage. Okay, and then I guess I will. You want to take a turn? Step back in. Yeah, I guess I'll. Understandable, understandable. It's I'm still slapping about you. this. Okay, I took seven more damage. Sorry. You took seven more damage, yeah, from only one of the claw attacks landing on you. Okay. Okay, so I am going to. Uh, I just want to kill this thing now, so I'm just going to rapid, rapid fire, deadly aim, and try and kill it. Oh, that was one too many, but, uh, well. Was it? So for some reason that I'm unclear on, your improved crit range is... Oh, I need to look at your macro. Oh, that's going to be hard. Uh, I, know how to I know how to fix that. But both of those 17s are crit threatens. So I don't... I'm pretty sure plant traits don't include immunity to crits. I think it's literally just ooze. And I'm not 100% on that either. I want to say I, saw I, I don't believe plants are immune to crits. I no. don't believe plants are immune to crits. So roll to confirm both of those. First, Very okay. few things are immune to crits in Pathfinder. Okay, I'll roll so the you get first one. 31 confirms. And the second one. A 19 confirms. Wow. So. Pretty upset about this thing swiping out at you. You just decide to crit it twice. If you want to roll your damage six times, feel free. I was going to say, it's like six times, isn't it? Let's just see. So you do 15. One. It's Mowing dead. the grass with crossbow bolts. There's no way if minimum is 15. Huh. 19, 22. Oh, no. 20. Don't do 19, it, Get another eight. Oh. And 16. So you <laughs> hit it. You made a salad. Two shots for 111 damage with two 17s, a crit into a crit. Suffice it to say, this creature is no longer alive. What do you do? Um, so I shoot. I just, I just try and spray this thing. 
uh, and just there's no try there. I think at this point you have spray. Well, yeah, <laughs> but uh, and I just get lucky. Like something lands and hits and it goes down because I have no idea what this creature is and I have no idea where it's weak. There's no like I don't feel like there's like a heart to this thing, so I'm just hoping for the best and I get lucky. <laughs> While it was reaching for you, you were able to put two darts through like from top down just through the entire body mass it's flailing at you and you're just shooting with the crossbow it's like die die die, just, die. Yeah, i'm shooting it and i'm like well hopefully one of these hit something and something hit and it, also, uh, it died and pretty bad I'm stepping up and pulling out a potion yeah i was gonna say so in the interest of speed Dara. one of you that has a turn before adara goes again uh yeah. steps up to uh either hand him a potion or a wand or a spell of some sort to staunch his bleeding so he, uh, because you're all perfectly fine when you're restrained or anything, one of you can stop him from bleeding before he takes any more damage. But... Have one of the cure lights we just picked up. That'll be enough. Whose entire house just <laughs> fell over? Sirenscape? That was... Or did someone drop stuff? Was Dog that Sorry, that was me digging through the bag of holding. <laughs> yeah, that's him digging through the whole, all this stuff. Yeah, it wasn't my dog. Yeah, it was definitely yep. in here. That was the bag. He was shoving in the bag of holding, trying to pull out this potion real quick because he sees you're bleeding pretty badly. Yeah, that's what happened. And that was the sound effect from Sirenscape. That was about. That was for that. Yep. So, uh, with that, you heal. Uh, roll DA plus one, Dara. You heal DA plus one. Uh, three. You heal for three. And that that's enough. <laughs> oh, Any amount of healing bleeding. stops the bleeding that's uh, that's happening. So you're okay. You're much better immediately. But still uh, a bit wounded. Alright, so, I'm gonna come over to Captain Deadboy and pick up his Earthbreaker and take a look at it. Uh, it looks like an Earthbreaker. Uh, it's pretty interestingly it designed, like a actually. Very large it has, hammer. Yeah, it has a giant like almost curved anvil shape head with four massive spikes on either end of it. But it would have been really generally unpleasant if he had hit anybody with it. But fortunately, you absolutely ambushed this man with the hard Game 20 that Mel didn't even roll for himself. And he didn't get an opportunity to really do anything. But a quick spell... A uh, quick run of detect magic over the body and the room will reveal a little bit of interest to you. The man has several potions, which I'm not going to make you roll for. He has two potions of cure light wounds, a pair of alchemist's fire, and an antitoxin on his person. But none of his weapons appear to be magical. The Earthbreaker is well made, as are five javelins he has slung across his back. So is his breastplate, but it's just fine make. It's what a high-ranking soldier would be able to afford. But he does have two magical items on them. One of them I am, again, not going to make roll for. It's a Cloak of Resistance plus one. Add to the pile. Does anybody not have one yet? Nope. Nope, that's going on the party sheet. But yeah, put that on the party sheet. But one other interesting one that uh, resonates a magical signature is what looks like a bracelet he wears on one arm, resonating an aura of faint divination. It's a very thick 
copper bracelet, almost an inch across, almost looking like a manacle. With engravings you would not expect based on the rest of this man and his giant hammer. It has rows of very lightly engraved hearts running along the outside of it. Do you want to give me a spellcraft check? You want to roll it in, Ori? I'll take a gander at it. Looks fancy. Looks like your style. Dude, you know about style, Baylor. <laughs> well, with a, with a 27, you may not know much about style, but you definitely know about what this is. This is one of a pair. I knew it. And the divination enchantment on this bracelet links the two of them together. If the bracelet's wearer is slain, the wearer of the other bracelet immediately knows. Well, guys, we've just been made. It's linked to somebody else. Well, I'm going to go over to this door, open it up. And inside the back of this office, there is a small sleeping quarters with a bed tucked in. I assume that's where the other pair of stairs was. The other set. No. Is it down here? No. No. It's that's, not. It's just it's an office. It's stairs do not actually lead directly into the office. I don't know. I thought. Uh, it but might. as you look around here, there are a couple of uh, of things that look like they could possibly be interesting. There are books on the bookshelves, and some spread across the desk. Uh, the vast majority of which are very dull military histories and treatises. Nothing that's interesting or useful to you right now. But on the uh, alongside down the desk is a series of papers and records, including some correspondence. What would it take to... I, I guess these are just something I can lay out and read. Yes, yeah, so you can just lay them out, and, and and if you, but it would take you some time to read them. If you want to, like, Not it's right gonna now. take you a bit to sift through. We should take them with us. Yeah, grab them. We we gotta move. Could yeah. I see what I could get just from looking through them very yeah, I'm, quickly? I'm gonna hand those over to Baylor. Give me linguistics, and we'll see what you can glean really quickly. That's what I was hoping for. Let's see that hard twenty. Do it. We need another one. I mean, if you're, I mean, passing them around. Oh my god. Oof, 39. That's close. So with a 39, you very briefly flip through this, uh, trying to quickly note anything of interest. And the only thing you can really glean with a quick scan is that these are orders and deals from someone who convinced Commander Stubble to defect. And turned oh. the tree. There does not appear to be magic at play here. All right, stuff any those away. Names or titles pop up in any of it. Nothing in a quickly, and there's tons of papers. Right. Uh, Take it with it. us. Yeah, where we're, we're going. Did you guys catch that? This he said his name was Stobble. And it's our brother. She look, knows we're here. Yeah, definitely. She's coming. That's the one we're after. The, the female is the commander, right? Yep. Correct. Uh, yeah, we got to move. Yeah, so we're 
going to start leaving. So Nell immediately heads moving. out the door and then turns south back down uh, I'm to continue going onward. to grab um I'm going to grab Dara and I currently I'm carrying the earthbreaker by the way. Touch uh yeah, you can carry that's not that heavy. I'm on touch a wand to Dara and give that hot uh, moderate so you just get, you get 13. One moderate off the wand. All right, so, so you get 13 health wand? back cuz you guys are moving Dara. And then I will uh migrate all of you guys down around here. You can just update your health whenever. Around to a southern door here as the hallway bends around the south side of this uh, office you were just in. The hallway again winds up north around the back side of it, assumedly to the other staircase. But there I is a door. Just quickly peek. It is, in fact, the other staircase, yes. If you just peek around the corner. So, all right. I'm going to earthbreak a breach and clear, knock this door open. Okay. No, wait. So, so Nell picks up the Earthbreaker. I mean, this is a caravan, right? They're fairly simple wooden doors. He picks up the Earthbreaker. And I'm not even going to make your whole strength check for it. The door's at 15 HP. I'm sure you could slam your way through this wooden door with a massive Earthbreaker. You smash through this doorway. It's... You have left stealth behind you at this point, clearly. <laughs> And they, as you I do, you, they know. you break through into a large room, uh, the eastern side of which is open to the air. It would be open to the center of the caravansar where you hadn't looked, so you could have climbed in from here, uh, with only a low railing similar to what was on the covered porch below, preventing anyone from falling down. The west side of the room contains bedding made of dead grass and torn tablecloths. But you've only got a brief moment to assess all that, you wouldn't even really look at it, honestly, because the other dragon was definitely sleeping in the middle of the room, and it is immediately done sleeping. You bash mm -hmm. the door. It stands up as you come in, shocked awake, roars, and rolls initiative. That's where my load dies. Of all the doors to break into... That was the worst conceivable way to break down. I mean, what happened to the stealth? I know we, we still have a little bit left. You, no, you said they know we're here. Stealth's yeah, over. Yeah, that's true. You didn't yeah, yeah you what, need to choose your words more carefully with no. Yeah, you're right. That's me. And let me roll oh, this. I didn't click my thing. I put it, put it in his toy. I, I didn't either, but then... I did it again. Uh, I'll put you in this 20. I'll give it to you. Maybe do this while I'm rolling my own initiative. <laughs> oh, stop, Mr. Dragon. So, who's or is ready? it a Mr., right? We don't know. Who's ready for me to grapple another dragon? Listen, you've or, had... To a, grapple another large creature. You've done great things today. Wow, those are some hot initiatives it. from the party. Oh, well, other than Nell. Other, other than Nell, some hot... I didn't see Nell's because it was at the bottom. There's some hot initiatives from the party. Uh, Baylor, you would hear the roar from the other side of the door as he smashes through. Drake here, so. so, you perhaps already ready for conflict when Nell was raising the hammer. React first. Well, I'll go to the other side of Kahina. I get a better view through this door. And this still 
Knowledge. This is... Arcana. What is dragon? I didn't know that was a different subtype. Is that arcana? Dragon is arcana. The knowledge arcana, yeah. I actually wasn't aware dragon was a subtype. I mm -hmm. thought it was going to be a magical beast. And I Today I learned. Dragon. Oh, I get to intimidate the dragon. You do get to intimidate the dragon. Do you speak draconic? Actually, I think I do. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Do you speak draconic? Because if not, it's a minus. If speak. not, yeah, it doesn't understand you. It only speaks draconic. I got a that's 27 no. knowledge. That's a drake. So you with a 27, that is, in fact, a drake. Uh, that is a desert drake. They're fairly powerful creatures that are native to the Avon Prefecture and the Westling Plains up here. You get one question. I mostly just wanted to prove it was a drake after it everyone is in fact it a drake. drake. Is that all you wanted? or you... <laughs> Stop I being mean... a troll, Baylor. <laughs> There's no trolls here, just a drake. Is it the, just the type that breathes some form of element? That is everything with the dragon subtype. Yes, you would know that the hallmark of a desert drake is it breathes sandstorms. Uh, a massively electrically charged burst of sand that both does a ton of physical damage, like a ton of electrical damage, and then leaves a lingering cloud nearly impossible to see through. You would also know that that does not inhibit the Drake's vision at all. Oh, man. This sounds like something Dick could use a wooden spear in his face. That does sound <laughs> absolutely like something could use a wooden spear in his face. Sounds good to me. Give me that wooden spear. He's flat-footed. That technically matters. Technically is exactly what we're going for because his flat-footed is 19, which is what you rolled. So Aha! you got him, boss. There's the technically. Hit and it you hit him. 13 oh. damage, and it is bleeding for two. Yep, I do not believe it has any kind of DR. It does not. So you hit it for 13, and the drake immediately, as it takes his strike, begins to bleed. It kind of makes sense. It lost initiative to everyone, but the guy actively smashing through a door, seeing as he just woke up. Dara. Okay, so I'm going to five-foot step so I can see what the heck is making all these noises behind this But dude. even from there, you still can't really see it because it's around the corner into the room. You're not going to, with your five-foot step, you don't have an angle. You can ready right. to shoot if you get an angle. So uh, I am going to, how am I going to do this? Okay, I am going to, there's a, some kind of like copper pan on the inside of this room and I'm going to aim at the copper pan and make a loud noise and I'm going to spend the grit to do this so it distracts the dragon for everybody else. So you still have to be able to target it for startling shot. And I can't lean around it. Like, I can't see it at all. You can't from here, no. He's, he's, he's way far to the other side of the room, like around that corner. Okay. Yeah, you okay. still have to be able to aim at it for startling shot. Okay, so... um. But I, I guess... love that RP. It just doesn't work <laughs> yeah. mechanically. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> like, what am I um, watching? Wanted? <laughs> I... Um, I'm assuming uh, that was I... what you were going for, a startling shot. Yeah, it was good. Okay, you're still stuck in the hall and can't see it. So, I mean, you can either... Chill. I guess I'll just wait my turn. Or you can ready to shoot if you if he does reveal himself. Um. Uh. Yeah. I guess I'll just ready in case something comes around the turn. I'll be. Like, okay. So if anything angry shows up, you can shoot it. Anori. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. What was your? Ooh. Do you have an ooh real quick? 
No, I'm now. It was a bad idea. Okay, Inori. <laughs> uh, gonna walk. We we smash through the door. Everything happens so quick. Walk in. Yeah, that's a dragon. Yeah, <laughs> just start running the other side of the room. And uh, on the way, it is still waking up, so it can't yeah. ill you right now. Buffing the sword with uh, ice and lightning, the Anori it, classic. It does look like it could definitely reach you right there. It's a fairly oh large my God. dragon. It can't AOO you because it's still waking up and hasn't gone yet, but it looks like it could absolutely reach you from 10 feet away. This is a big drake. And it's, about, it's a 15-foot-long drake. Would I know if he hasn't reacted and snapped out of sleeping yet? Would I be able to cast without worrying about him? Uh, you would know that if he didn't snap at you running by, he shouldn't be able to snap at you casting a spell. Unless he just okay. chose to wait for some reason. You don't know how smart he is. Well, I mean, while I'm sitting there just in awe that, you know, I'm staring at a dragon. Gonna draw the circle, punch it out, and we got shield. And we have some amount of defense for the angry desert Drake here that is doing angry stuff. Kahina. Some bad Drake is bad. Just so bad. Stop that. And whether it knows. He's yeah, trying to talk I mean, to him like a dog. He yeah. can still roll it. He's never minus four. It's just, yeah, we're just gonna. We figure the motion that goes with it is enough to tell it it's bad. And it needs to not be that way. There's a 34. It, wow. It seems shaken. Okay. Regular intimidate still gets the shaken per round. See if you beat it by more than five. Yeah, I know. Okay. So I didn't put a number on because it's relevant. And <laughs> you got a 34. It's shaken for forever. I, I see that he kind of stops that. So cool. Alrighty then. I'm going to reach up and I'm going to touch my crown and go zing. Oh, we're gonna sling the crown of blasting. It's been a minute since we've shot the crown of blasting at something. It does require an attack roll. You though. do have to hit it. Yep, that does require. But it's just flat-footed touch. But you do have to hit it. Oh. Okay. So I just need my range. range and get more than like a nine. Yeah, okay. it's literally that nine. That is it's a thing. Nine. <laughs> like, yeah, get hit at a nine. Uh, woo! The woo is usually accompanied by a dice roll. It did go. Why is it not doing? Oh, because it's asking for the stupid modifier thing again. And then, and then it didn't roll. I had to fix my roll 20. I don't know why it does this. If it's asking for a modifier, you just have to put anything in it. If you hit cancel, it's not going to roll. All right, right. 14's a 9. So you hit him with the laser, and he takes 10 damage. He does not have any kind of resistance to holy damage. Do you want to move and anywhere, or are you chilling? Yep. Five foot step out of this way. You cannot five foot step into somebody else's square. You are so you cannot five foot step anywhere. You have teammates in every adjacent square to you. Uh, you could move action to go. Yeah, you still have a move action. The standard, okay, the yeah. crown's just the standard. <laughs> All <Okay>. right, <laughs> I'm out. So the Drake, seeing all of these people in the door, and seeing all these people come towards him is going to immediately stand up, inhale, and blast a surge of electrically charged sand into the doorway, which is going to hit everybody. 
So I need everyone to make me a reflex save. Is there a bonus for having cover? Yeah. Cover gives you plus two, yes. It would be this area here, and Oof. to here, and to here. So everything inside the orange lines, which is actually all of you, is immediately plunged into darkness as the massively thick sandstorm kicks up around you. Uh, Nell and Baylor both failed their reflex saves. Everyone else made it, so let me go down the list, getting some damage here. So, Nell, you take 23 damage. Baylor, you take 22 damage. Uh, Inori, you take half. You take 11 damage. Kahina taking half. You take 14 damage, and Dara taking half. You take 17 damage. Good thing we low rolled the ones that didn't save. That worked out fairly well. And again, you are inside a blinding cloud of sand. None of you can see anything beyond the square adjacent to you. Your sight is limited to five feet. All right, now. Nobody else bleeds for tail. Foot step, high guardian, five foot step. Stomp my feet and attack defensively. And as you, as you come out, he's back here. You couldn't have seen him move. Ah, uh, okay. okay, that's cool. Baylor. He has retreated to the far end of the, the oh, stall. I'm gonna throw the earthbreaker at him then. That's an improvised <laughs> weapon. Yeah. You can do it. It's got a minus four, because that is an improvised weapon if you're throwing it. That is that's a giant mallet. It is not meant for that. But you can do it. Right, you come out and hurl the mallet. <laughs> so just make a ranged attack with a minus four. Stop! He rolls another yes. natural twenty! This is what how many is that today? <laughs> Roll to confirm yes. the crit question mark? Oh. Chat, tell what? us how many. Somebody get this man a point. <laughs> okay, it does not confirm, but you do hit him with it. An Earthbreaker is what? 2d6? Question mark? Yeah, it's 2d6. Yeah, 2d6 plus your strength mod. <laughs> I said I throw the hammer. I didn't ask for the rules. You hit him with 13 damage <laughs> as you just two in. Pitch this Earthbreaker at the dragon as hard as possible and bonk him right in the head. <laughs> Thalor. And then Draconic, I'm going to taunt You know it Draconic? Saying, no, yes. you don't. Yes, I do. I'm going to taunt it saying that's from your commander. Oh, oh no, you savage. Thalor. I love it so much. I'm going You to... can't see or hear anything in this like raging sandstorm around you. Yeah, rather blindly, I'm going to stumble along into the room <laughs> and use the wall. Can I see that I'm passing through five. an ori when I get to that point? Yes, you can see. You have five-foot right. vision, so you can see your adjacent squares and that's it. So as you feel your way into the room, shielding your eyes and along the wall, you bump into a nori along the northern end of this dragon pen, drake pen. 
And I am going to move past her and get into vision. There you have left the sandstorm, and now you can see that the drake has retreated to the far end of the chamber after its mighty cough. And That was actually just one move, right? I was about to say, do you move any slower through it, or just... Uh, no, and you're not totally blind, so you don't have to move at half speed or anything. You can see enough. Alright. It's as obscuring mist, which I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Yeah, you can just see five feet. Yeah, it's not completely blind, so you don't need to move half speed. You don't need to make acrobatics checks. You can just move normally until you're out of it. Oh, then I'll get to that point. See that I can see it. And... Yep, I did update that. Going to... we're casting something. Yep. I'm casting a spell. And it's screaming a lot. Let's see how it likes screaming in return. What kind of screaming? Oh! Oh! Stop. You can't do that. That's illegal. It's gonna fail the save. It's got a minus two because it's shaking. It's shaking. It's, it's got a minus two. However, it's a dragon. It's What's still it gonna need? fail. He's an 18. Easy elo. It failed. <laughs> hey, God, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I so, rolled... I rolled so a remember, seven, so it failed by one with Shaken. <laughs> so you so rolled a six, 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 and a five for damage. So it takes 23 Sonic damage. Go easy on this place. And it's dazed. Sonic damage and dazed. Yep. Dara. Okay, so I, I will... screamed back at it in your You screamed back. You screamed was far more effective. You don't need to know uh, Draconic. You just need to know Opera Screech. Doesn't know Screech. You know Draconic. Oh, fair enough. Um, so I will five foot step over here, but I can't see. You can't see anything. anything. No, you're completely blind in the sandstorm. But you if can I see move a lot out of sand. it. You're what? If I move out of it, I can see. Yeah, you need to move all the way out of it to see. You can't see where it ends until you're out of it. So you could like feel your way out, but you have no idea where the dragon is either because you also can't hear it through this roaring sand. I probably, I didn't even see the dragon actually at the beginning. So I That's probably true, you still even, have as of yet not seen the dragon I yet. I wouldn't even move into the room. All right, um, Inori. I mean, unless you want to do something, you can't really, I don't know if there's anything you could literally do if you can't see the target. Yeah. Okay, really. Inori. You're also blind, but you can see her at the edge of the cloud. Okay. I... And I'm going to five foot step out of the cloud. Kind of dusting myself off, like looking, oh, that was very nice for you. Stare at the at the dragon. Kind of she kind of cocks her head to the side a little bit. And you, Mr. DM, feel a presence in your mind. <laughs> Question mark? Dra the dragon. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's almost like uh all right. She's practicing with CR and she's learned to use her mind as almost a weapon and kind of get an impression of what the dragon's movements or what he's going to attempt to do next. Okay, so, so you get plus two AC against it regardless, and if it fails yeah. a will save, you also get plus two to attack and damage as you kind of read yeah. what it's going and it, to it do. It grows too if he starts missing me. Uh, he does pass. Okay, so I got the just. So you just, uh, you, you, it's a dragon. You can't connect with it well enough to understand exactly how it's going to work. Should've especially because it's dazed right now and it doesn't know what it's doing. But you hey, get enough to get the. That's just a bonus, though. I, I got that for the boss fights. <laughs> Kahina. 
I'm going to realize that everyone else has stumbled in here and start stumbling my way as well. So 5, 10, 15, 20, and out to the side. Woohoo! Welcome. And you emerge. Welcome to the team. And, and you see a dragon in the corner. And kind of just puttering around, confused, roaring angrily. Like all a, right. And that's a very confused dragon. And I talk about how confused it is. Back at it. And bolster everybody to go and end this poor little Dargan's life. Continue our oration. So the dragon in the corner kind of putters around a bit. It's in pain and it's confused. It takes two damage from bleeding. It's not really sure what's going on. It almost kind of just lashes out with a couple of snapping bites into the area around it as it just kind of circles in the corner and doesn't do much of anything. Nell. <laughs> what? It is time to grab the dragon. <laughs> All right, Nell's going to wrestle the dragon. So I'm going to eat an AOO. I have Coriolis Blade. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Even better. It stays for a pacing scream. I have no idea what's going on. It's just snapping out randomly. Well, I have Coriana's blade out because I moved. Obviously, I couldn't have anything because I was two-handing. Okay. And I'm going to grab the dragon by its horn. All right, so it's at a minus 20. What's minus 20? You're grabbing it with one hand. One-handed grappling takes the minus 20. Oh, Oh, then never mind. I don't have anything in my hands. I thought it was you have to have a free hand. You have to have both free hands, or you take that. Okay, like you, yeah. You can so one-handed grab it. I just wouldn't it. draw my sword. Like, if you grab it one-handed, you're not grappled. It's just it's grappled, and you can still do normal stuff with your other hand, but you take a little I guess it just 20. hasn't mattered, because I've been rolling 20s. You have been rolling exclusively 20s, so it hasn't actually mattered yet. Don't. Okay, that's a 7. So. <laughs> no. Well, that is it. That's a 20. Yeah. But it's a 20 after the modifiers, and you are unable to grab onto this confused, tottering. It's moving around in such a yeah, weird way, I can't get a hold having, of it. It's having a hard time. Let me actually double check. I'm pretty sure it's minus 20, but I know that from monsters. I'm going to double if, check if it's different for if, people. If you want to only grapple it with one appendage, like keep it only grapple. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can one hand grapples minus four if one of your hands is occupied. If you want to grab it with one hand and to keep your other hand completely free, it's a minus 20. But still, okay. either way, no, you didn't I, make it I regardless. I was just like going so, for a bear hug. So. Okay. So, you, 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 I mean, this might doesn't make it regardless. All right, yeah. Baylor. No longer dazed. I'm going to step over into the corner, make sure I got the best shot I can. And it seemed to like the first spear, so wave my hand, send another one flying its way. Well, well, the first time, let's do it again. Uh, with a 24. Worked the second time, too. Wow, why is it turned up? I think it turned up so high. I must have misclicked somewhere. But, uh, you had it. And you do 12 damage. Hit it for 12. Yeah, it is already bleeding, so it's not... It's still... Still bleeding. Bleeding does not stack, unfortunately. Nope. Dara. Still okay. lost in the sandstorm, but everyone has abandoned you now. Yeah, so I'm gonna follow... As soon as Kahina runs past me, I'm just gonna follow her. I'm going to be like, ah, okay, well, I'm going to follow her until we can see again. Um, and so then I am going to see this very large dragon that appears very angry to me. Um, 
and I uh, will use a grit to ignore armor. Okay. And then uh, do a rapid fire deadly aim. You've moved. You gotta take one shot. Oh, right. So I will just do a shoot a deadly aim with a grit. All right, so spend one grit to look for any kind of gap in this Drake's armor. And Drakes are not dragons, but they are still very well protected by their scales. But if you focus oh. really hard, you too can roll a natural one. Too much and, sand uh, in guys. Yeah, yeah it's, you, you're, out, you're I mean, in there for I too long. It, I saw this, like, huge beast, and I really was... You're in there for way too long. You're sand in your eyes. You've no idea what's happening. That's a, gonna be a complete miss. Inori. Okay. Uh, mm. If I... <laughs> Could I spell combat from this range with a spell that would get me in range? Is the is the question? Because I know it's like you could cast a spell. Uh, I got blade of dash. Is all I know. Yeah, you could really blade of dash. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's what I was hoping for. That's yeah, you can start really with a spell sweet. combat being the blade of dash that puts you in melee, and then you still get the full attack. You, that's the thing you can do. Yeah. Okay. That's that's why it's magus the spell. That's, yeah, blade of dash um, is a really big magus. Because then I dodge the the. Dragon yep. Claw. Uh, also, yeah, also, okay, so Inori kind of leans back a little bit, preparing herself, squat down, and a little smirk on her face. And then a cascade as, of Inori's as she just sort of slides towards this dragon at a lightning pace. And although it's come to at this point, it still has really no idea what's happening as Inori just rushes up with this series of images. And I will five foot step down. Three. Oh, it's a 21 on the blade of dash. Uh, 21 will hit. It's fairly armored, but not extremely armored. Uh, 21 is enough for you to just power through this thing, scaly hide. Okay. How much damage does the blade of dash do? Is it just an attack? Yeah, it's, it's just a, a attack, really. All right, so you get him one whack. And buff. And there's that whack. Oh, that sucks. Well, you hit it for 10. <laughs> damage. Now, that damage is damage. Damage is damage. You're correct. But it's starting to look pretty wounded. And an already trademark all me is on the horizon. Break even here. So... My normal attack... Uh, 29. 29 will definitely hit. And I actually mm -hmm. forgot the elemental damage on the last one, so I'm going to double that up in a minute here. All right, and then you get your last swing. Oh, yeah. You, you, you get the full attack. You, get your, you got iteratives now. Oh, well, this is sword for number two. Okay, so, so we're, we're 12 there. damage. And then... You have, what, 1d6 electric, 1d6 ice? Yes. Don't bother rolling the electric. Just give me the 1d6 ice. Okay. And you can see as the, as you swing at him, the ice damage freezes him, but the electricity just dissipates in the swirling sands around him. He doesn't seem to care at all. He's completely unaffected by it. Would it be two? Because I... With two, two yeah, 2d6 is worth of ice because you hit him twice. Bang. Well, eleven's a pretty high roll for damage. So as you slide in, hit him once with a spell, and bring Ciaran around a second time. 
What are you doing, Ori? Oh. It's that time again, everyone. Order's been restored in the kingdom. What do you do? Now feeling pretty confident and really excited to be fighting a dragon because she's kind of got an impression of what he's going to be doing. She's aware of his movements, perhaps a little bit. Slides in with the bladed dash to draw him down a little lower. And as he drops lower, she goes for a vital point right in the neck, just stabs straight up into it and just sort of holds it there. Almost, almost disappointed that she didn't get more of a fight out of it, but she just keeps that to herself. And so the Drake falls, slumping down to the ground after this stab as Nell takes up position to body in the corner. It was awoken so rudely from its slumber with no real idea what in the world was going on. And then it was just assaulted by five people while it was hanging out in its nest. This Drake didn't deserve this. No, he didn't. This Drake was just chilling. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to pick up the Earthbreaker for further use. This is just hypothetically in case we could improvise weapon again and maybe it'll work out. So for reference, if you're going to throw that, it's an improvised weapon with a minus four and then another minus two every ten feet. So yes. you were definitely throwing that at a minus eight, but you roll a natural 20. So who cares? Doesn't matter. All things are possible if you just roll 20s all the time, yep. which is really pretty much just the name of this entire episode, I think. All things are possible when you only roll hey, it was 20s. It was the name of the entire last campaign. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. It's okay. The spirit of Cornell lives on in the new grappling monster prodigy. It was just meant to be. Freaking dire line, and here we go again, boys. I have might you... actually have to take improved grapple. You have 13 int? Yes. You might actually have to take improved grapple. Uh, it's like... not 13 in for that. It's improved on arm strike. Oh, is that? that was...